but yeah it's weird like um the balance right because i'm trying to be uh trying to ascend to be my best self and yeah and um and then like all the spiritual growth and path towards enlightenment and then at the same time still being involved in this almost blood sport yeah right it's it's a weird balance and Sometimes I'm like, fuck, what am I even doing in this life? And then other times I'm just like, fuck, I love that. I love it so much. Right? So, no, for sure, man. I feel yeah, you. I realize that I'm like, I'm, I've got a bit of a warrior spirit, you know? And, uh, How can and, you not? Yeah. How can you and not? I just, it's, I've really, really, especially since the last fight, it's really kind of mm-hmm. hit home like that, um, that some of the some of the things that I'm unleashing, some of the aggressiveness, it doesn't have to be darkness, mm. right? I've I shied away from it a lot, and you can even see in my fights where my mindset is. Um, uh, for like not the last fight, but maybe the the three, four, or five even before that, mm. I was really trying to just hit, not get hit, hit, not get hit, right, and I'm right, always right, trying to right, not right, get right, hit, right, right. right? But but uh the savagery it really wasn't there like that intention that that intention and aggressiveness really wasn't there mm-hmm. and in the last fight you really saw that start to come yeah. out again yeah and um and i'm finding ways to tap into that <clears throat> that aggressive type intent without bringing me into like some sort of dark Darkness. anger yeah, yeah. right hatred yeah. based energy system gotcha. which will in a and for me, that I can't fight at my highest mm, like that. Mm, I mm. I can't. My brain doesn't function properly, mm, right? mm. and nobody's does really when they're angry. Your brain nah. doesn't function yeah, well. Yeah, of course right? not. Yeah, you're kind of angry. I don't mean to cut you off there, man. No, but it's all good. I, I mean, I got I got to welcome people in, man. Yeah, welcome, yeah, let's do it. Wel- let's welcome, do it. welcome to the Self Fire Think Space <laughs> Podcast, man. I'm I'm sitting down uh, with uh, one of the greatest fighters. Well, one of one of the fighters that's at the top of his game right now, um, and one of the best mixed martial artists artists in the world um Kajan johnson thank you thank you for coming out i appreciate you man oh my pleasure man thanks for having me uh, hey man it's a blast i've been uh waiting to get you on this podcast for so long right before we just went live there you were talking about a little bit about how you are a little too much of a good guy for the uf for the ufc or just for fighting in general like you're a little bit too much of an empathetic guy if you guys don't know um oh, hold up do you have a do you have a, a nickname yet no so no. we have not found no it was raging some of the guys like at my last fight they're trying yeah, to like yeah 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 because i have a I, I i was named in a sweat lodge right i was okay. i have a i have a native name as well okay um what is that in cree it's pasquale mostos kakatoa i'm not gonna try to repeat that <laughs> yeah, but i like okay. that though uh, <laughs> but in english that means buffalo thunder Ooh. right so i when i told that uh to hardy and the guys at the <laughs> ufc because they were asking about what my tattoos on my hands were mm. and that's what it is right right it's right, right, right for that so very cool yeah they're like oh well that should be your nickname and i'm like ah, no and the announcers wouldn't like that <laughs> announcers wouldn't yeah like- well no bu- it would be buffalo thunder it wouldn't oh, be pasquale okay. mostos <laughs> Nobody's, I was say it. they can barely pronounce my name as it is <laughs> you know well, well that's the thing is it used to be uh, cajun yeah raging raging cajun johnson exactly yeah, right yeah. For years, yeah. But that is completely incorrect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Kajan, right? right. So raging Kajan doesn't really work. No, no, I don't rage all that much. You're I not. That's, what we're, that's, that's the segue right there. Is you're, <laughs> right. you're an empathetic guy. You're not a. You're not a. You're not a McGregor. You're yeah, not. Yeah, I'm not that guy yeah. that's trying to use fear to intimidate and all that and stuff. Yeah, right? it's not really my style. I don't mm. think it serves me to my highest. And if even if even intimidating a person into performing worse. <laughs> Did I really beat that person? Ooh. Right, like there's psychological warfare, Ooh. but I 
personally would like to beat them at their at their best technically. Wow. Right. So I have the best technical prowess in the world because wow. that way I can I can impart that to the next generation. I can teach the next generation how to wow. do that. It's difficult to teach people mental warfare, and you can do it, but is that really conducive to creating balanced humans? Not I'm not at trying. All. To, <laughs> I'm not trying to create a bunch of McGregors. A you bunch know? of little monsters. Yeah. yeah right. Because yeah, yeah. that'll spill out, and then you, especially coming up on the local scene, you got these guys just out there trying to intimidate all their opponents and act kind of like thugs like that's not going to look good on my school that's not going to bring a lot of like younger athletes like kids into my gym yeah and then i'm not growing the next generation so i'm shooting myself in the foot yeah yeah, what are you doing so that you know what honestly i would actually um argue that and say that when you when you say you talk about intimidation factors i'm watching your stare down even your last two like your last fights they're 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 mean eyeing you. They're mad dogging you, and you're sitting there with a smile, like, "Yeah, let's go, yeah, let's go." And I'm thinking in my head, like, "Damn, that's that's dope." First off, second off, I would be scared if I was him. <laughs> yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. Like, I would be like, "Wow, this guy is really smiling at me <laughs> yeah, right now." Totally, <laughs> you know and I mean? that's actually worked, like, not intentionally, but that does intimidate some people yeah. when they're expecting you to be like, "Rah," and they're trying to fucking get in your head and shit, and you just don't give a fuck. Yeah, I'm gonna and kill I'd you. Experience that on the other side. When I fought Rory McDonald, I tried to intimidate the fuck out of Rory. Yeah. Like, because he was a kid. He was like 18, you know, I was like 23, 24. Right. Which is a huge difference at that age. At that age, that's a massive difference, right? And he had like, I don't know, like nine fights. I had like 25. Yeah. So you're you're, like, yeah. You're about to rookie this guy. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to make this a street scrap. Like, I'm going to get in this kid's head. He's not going to know. He's not, doesn't know what he's in for. And he didn't give any fucks, bro. You could build a Some fucking like castle yeah. with the amount of fucks he didn't get. <laughs> you know? So yeah, and that yeah, fucked yeah. with me, man. Yeah. It fucked with me. It got in my head because I'm like, yo, this, he's not reacting. Like he, he I'm no. head faking him. I'm like staring him down. I fucking made rap songs for my yeah. interviews and shit. <laughs> it was so dirty, dude. Jan's making diss tracks yeah, and shit. Legit. Yeah, Like it was so bad. That's Roy McDonald looking like a little boy that a priest just fondled. Oh. Like, <laughs> So bad, man. Savage so lines, too. Bad, yeah. Savage lines. So much savagery. And oh uh, it didn't God. work out in my favor. Uh, <laughs> I ended up like breaking mentally in the second because he just kept coming and kept coming and kept yeah. coming and it broke me. And Damn. he ended up whooping me and beating me in the third. Crazy. Well, yeah. you know what, man? I think uh, how, how far along did you really realize, like, you know, maybe the fear and intimidation and asshole thing isn't necessarily the best way to go for you? Yeah, it was when that did, fight. For you, figured it for was that me, fight? For me, it was that fight. Mm. That was uh, 2007, I think. Got you. Yeah, like December 8th, 2007. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. <laughs> yeah. Certain fights, you know, like, it's been like almost 40 fights now, but there's certain ones that, like, really change you as a mm. human. And that was one mm. that really changed me as a human being mm. and showed me a lot about myself and uh and i thank him for it like, to this yeah. day you made know? you better got you wins in the future yeah exactly yeah, exactly sure. I, I that fight and then the fight <laughs> after that i fought steve claveau and between those two uh, there was a draw to steve claveau um between those two fights it just really taught me how i needed to be energetically in the fight Mm. like which energy system i should be in like what should i be feeling happy should i be angry what what works for me personally so describe that when you're when you're going into a fight or even throughout the fight camp how what mental space are you in because again you look at mcgregor 
Like this guy is gonna fucking kill him, eat him, to yeah. tear, rip his hair off. You know, like go go into every facet of his life and just you know. Yeah. I, I was watching some footage of uh, him and his sparring partners, who I think is like oh, his yeah. old time buddy. Yeah, and he's like talking all types of shit. Oh, up. today's your off day. Hey, oh, oh you're on the ground today. You're gonna be out the room today. Call the wife. You get, get the ice out. All this fucking type of stuff. And I'm crazy. like, man, that's your that's your guy. So like, it's crazy. What what, what point yeah. were you like? That's how did you craft your all. mindset? Yeah, and it, for me, it's like I'm always growing and evolving, <clears> so. It, it always flows and it's not always the same mm. and if i ever try to there's been times in my career where i've been comfortable in a certain zone and then i've been in, experiencing something different and i it scares me and i'm like oh I'm, i can't get into my normal zone mm. and i because i'm not in the moment and i'm trying to get back to something i miss an opportunity to maybe get a, a higher level wow right yeah um but now my zone right now is uh could be kind of described as like just fuck all your shit <laughs> fuck all your shit so, you know um and bef before though this is just uh, this is a new thing that's happening in my last, my last fight just last my last fight, fight specifically okay. okay before that uh i was very very playful mm. you know like kid on the playground type energy mm. you know i'm playing tag um yeah and and it shows in my fighting does, style yeah, as yeah. well um and now i just realized that that actually expends more energy than necessary um because in playing tag there's a lot of running right a there's a lot around. of movement a lot of moving right? backwards Which sideways I'm great at moving moving i'm possibly the best mover in the world um but I don't need to lead with that card all the time, right? It, it's much easier to counter somebody when they don't know you're going to counter them, mm -hmm. right? If I'm just moving and moving and moving and moving, he knows, okay, I can't really throw at this guy because yeah. he's just going to invade and then hit yeah. me back, right? Yeah, you're going to wait till the third. Yeah, then, yeah so yeah. now I've been utilizing a lot more pressure mm -hmm. on people using di pressure distance mm -hmm. and uh, and drawing that counter out, right. which I, I got a lot of that from McGregor. I got yeah. a lot of that from watching um watching Roy McDonald fight Tyrone Woodley. Oh no way! Right? Okay. Possibly one of his best performances right, in his right, entire right. career, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I think that was possibly the best performance he ever had. Uh, just so phenomenal. Well, I mean, yeah, just like judging distance. I mean, McGregor is a great judge of distance, and I remember listening when he did that Mayweather fight, and his coach, who's not a boxing coach, I don't believe. Yeah, 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 I don't, don't think don't so. believe he's a boxing coach. Yeah, I doubt it. Um, was saying, hey, listen, there's a reason why Floyd's not, you know, throwing X amount of shots at you every round. Like, relax. Yeah, and uh, and that's why I, even this Khabib fight, I was surprised that he was more, he wasn't more aggressive and whatnot. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, he's smart. He tried. Well, yeah. To, I think he tried to Mayweather Khabib. Yeah. I think he tried to get Khabib tired because uh -huh. you hear him say that in a couple interviews. Right, right, right. right, right. He's like, oh, yeah, you might get tired. You think I'm going to get tired. You might get tired. I'm ready for whatever. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. He was so relaxed. Like his wrestling defense was on, on point. On the ground? The round oh, yeah. one and two, his wrestling defense was on point, man. Even yeah. three, the three, he shut it down. Yeah. Right. And Khabib got tired. That's why he didn't he stopped shooting in the third. That's I think why. That, yeah. There I was think that, was one, third that was one fatal mistake. It gave, gave the back, right? Yeah. But I mean, yeah, you watched him. I remember watching him, and he's just. He's Khabib's got him, and it's just he's here. Yeah, he's, he's like, Yep, you got me here. Whatever. Yeah, like, Calm, you know, keep relax. going. I'm not keep expending going. energy. Keep going. Yeah. I'll wait. Every yeah. round starts on the feet. So. Yeah, totally. Yeah, no exactly. problem. I only need one shot. Yeah. And that's the danger about that guy, is he yeah. does only need one <laughs> shot, but he seemed off, man. He, he seemed a little bit off. You think like, so? Just in the third round, I was expecting shots to land cleaner, and mm. and they weren't landing clean. Like, he was, he, he got a couple shots in, but. 
It wasn't with the same precision that I'm used to seeing from Oh, Connor. man, he's a killer. Fuck, is his left hand just a he's laser a beam, man. He's a killer, man. Laser beam. He's a beam. killer. Especially yeah. when he backs you up on the fence, and he back a beam up on the fence. Yeah. And the shots were like kind of being picked off. And like yeah, just kind of like hitting the ear even. Yeah. It was just like, it was odd. It Not was weird to see. I, I wonder what was what was going on. See, for me, that's the most, like the mental warfare yeah. of it. I mean, going in there, to me, it's like, see, I come from a basketball background, so it's always like in the game, Yeah, work on instinct. You, you have mm. predetermined reactions to what, because you've been training for this exactly. person, right? You don't think, yeah. right? You see that opening, right? You yeah. bam, get yeah. it, right? It's no it's not a thought process, even though you are actively engaged, right? Now, I, I'm interested in like the pregame and the training camp and what's going through his mind leading up to it. Like, I want to get inside that man's mind. Yeah, right. Like, it's, for me, it's a huge question. We were talking right, right before we, we went on the podcast where it was like, how much of that person how much of conor mcgregor is truly that fuck you fuck you fuck you yeah you know what i mean right how much is that really real yeah is it really really real i don't know man what do you think? i know i know that there's a, a large portion of like i, I guarantee like is the comp- competitive aspect of conor that is him has to be you know that is him because mm-hmm. he's just been doing it for so long if it wasn't him to begin with he made it him right yeah um but guaranteed there's other sides to his personality i mm-hmm. think he's probably judging from what i hear about people that actually know him and are close to him like he's amazing to his people awesome like he's really really good to his his family and his and his friends he's he'd do anything for them mm-hmm. you know which I, I i admire that about anybody sure. right if you're a real dude like that that's dope he's um, a father yeah he is a father mm-hmm. and uh and i'm sure that that has something to do with yeah as well. no doubt yeah i mean uh i don't want to say you guys have similar styles would you say that i wouldn't say that uh i wouldn't say we don't have similar there's aspects of our style that's right. similar. i i did all his movement and stuff in his right. video in the video game like i can i can i can i can copy him i don't know if he can copy me but yeah, i can copy him that's true i don't know if he can copy your movement yeah yeah i don't know he, uh, he, he doesn't have both stances like he fights in both stances once in a while but not fluid like i do right it's you know? just, it's seamless yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. so it doesn't matter what stance to me i get i have the same weapons on both sides mm-hmm. so whatever the opponent is i can fight on both stances yeah yeah and you know what that's that's the that's the best part about mma in my opinion it's like it's such you said it in your self-hire portrait it's a uh it's a growing art form yeah. it's moving it's it's developing it's not at its peak how scary is that it's not at its, <laughs> it's peak. crazy man. you know what i mean like the, the world class close. athletes you know it's and not like even close. mma in 50 years oh my god it's, it's insane Pull your head right? off dude it's insane yeah it's, it's they, they're gonna be in the olympics dude like 2028, I think it should the bit be. is. It should be. Yeah, it's it already be. happening. It should be. Yeah, it's already happening. We've got world championships. I've yeah. coached world world at the worlds like the last four years. Mm. Right, I've coached. Who'd you have? Who'd you have at the world? Uh, last year we had two of my students, uh-huh. John Nguyen. Okay. And uh, and Ali Wasuk. Okay. Both competed in the worlds. They both got fourth place. Awesome. Oh. Um, yeah. Oh. Yeah, in the world. Tristar, baby. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, now now they're turning pro. Because mm-hmm. that's one of the one of the ways that we turn. That's pretty much the path that I use to turn my guys pro. Is I want them to get tested, right? Because in the amateurs, we have the ability to test you without it really having any repercussions. Wins or losses. Record. Yeah, nobody yeah. gives a fuck about your amateur record as soon as you go pro. Right. Right. So we get a couple, get a bunch of local fights. You know, five, six local fights, and then. If you're looking like you're good, okay, now we'll go to the nationals, 
right? Okay, you won the nationals. All right, now we're going to world championships, and yeah. you're gonna fight the fucking best guys in the world yeah. from all over the globe. Like different there's styles, like different backgrounds. 40, 50 countries. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know, and they're good, dude. Yeah. The Bulgarians, the fucking Kazakhstanis, the Dagestanis, yeah. like they're all there, <laughs> all man. All different stands. All the stands. <laughs> all the stands are there. But know who fucking wins every year? Who's that? Sweden. What? Right. I'm sorry. I know. There is no such thing as Sweden professional fighters uh, other than Gustafsson. How do they win at the world? Because they get backing from their government. So oh. they don't turn pro, bro. They're Ami for life. Like the guys that I'm watching at the amateurs, I mean, at the world championships, I've seen them for the past four years in the finals. Yeah. Like they're always winning. Gotcha. Because it's always the same guys. They train year round. They're housed. They're like, everything's paid for. They're just. Yeah, man. That's what I, yeah. they do. That's what they do for a living. That's weird because that fucks with your mindset right so yeah i had to i played in denmark i had the same thing with danes man i was playing with guys that were like 610 uh <sighs> two, 270 mini lebrons Jesus and it's Christ. like getting nba looks getting ncaa yeah. looks and like no nah, i'm gonna stay you know in, in copenhagen or or you know play for the bagging bears or just hang out because government's got me first off like i'm set number one yeah. i'm set and all my friends are here why would i leave yeah, and like, yeah. it's almost like money's not an object yeah which is like kind of cool totally in a sense but one thing I realized is, you know, over here we preach uncomfortability. We we preach yeah. go out there, you get know, find your weaknesses, yeah. attack them, right? Get better, get better, get better, get better. Um, over there in, in Scandinavia, it's kinda like, you know, let's stay comfortable, let's stay happy, because as soon as we get ambitious, that's the death of happiness. And you're like, wow. Oh, what? That's backwards. Ambition happiness and the, and so if you do it in the wrong way that's probably true though i had the same reaction you had right like what that doesn't make any sense yeah like ambition makes me happy yeah totally like i, I love yeah. chasing but the idea behind that is you're, you're never satisfied so you're yeah. never truly happy for sure if you're doing it for the wrong reasons yeah right if you're doing it to fill a void that'll never fill the void right if you don't love yourself being yeah. successful is not going to make you love, love yourself, yourself. <laughs> right? that's a that's a good point. That's a good point. So yeah, man. Um, yeah, th those countries are, are just like completely different and, totally. and on a completely different thing. I, I I respect it because you know what is what do we want in this life? We we want happiness. Yeah. Right. At the end of the day. Yeah. Really. You can, you can be the greatest of all time. If you're not happy, you're it not gonna like it. Matter. Does not matter. Yeah. So it's like yeah, I get that. But at the same time, like as an athlete in those countries, fuck out of here. Yeah. Man, I was see, I was over there because I had um. I didn't get the Division One offers that I wanted. Okay. Here in Canada and the U.S. What What is that Division One? What is so, that? So I was I was either trying to get a full scholarship as well as full as it can be in Canada. Yeah. Okay. So like a school out east, so like Ryerson or um, okay. Carleton. Okay. Um, or I was trying to go down to like uh, play for Portland or pay, uh, play for um, Seattle. Gotcha. And I wasn't getting those looks. I got like I got looks, but no money, no offers. It was just kind of like see. yeah, 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 whatever. I got you. And I was like, okay, I'm not good enough. So I was like, yeah. hey, but I got an offer to go over there and play. And I was like, yes, absolutely. But I was there because I wasn't good enough. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so it was like, no, 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 listen, I'm here. I have a year. Yeah. I have a year here. I'm getting my ass back on a plane and and that's it. So I want to be as uncomfortable as possible. For and sure. Get as and, and everyone over there was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What's wrong <laughs> what with you? What the fuck, man? You're good. You're just playing basketball and you're chilling the rest of the time. What are you doing? It's like, no, no, no. Listen, there's bigger goals here, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this when isn't it. Yeah, this isn't it. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know if there's a comparison to like a guy. Well, Bellator would be a terrible comparison because those guys get paid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. 
but it's like a guy staying amateur. Yeah. You know? It's like a guy staying amateur. It's yeah. like what you, the bag is there. You know, you want to go uh, uh, fight in the UFC, the best best fighters in the world, or you want to go to Bellator and get the bag. Like, why wouldn't you want to do that? Well, you know, because I'm comfortable making an eight and eight or a ten and ten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Like, it just doesn't make any sense, yeah. right? Um, but big, fish, big fish, small pond. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of UFC, what's next for you? Uh, we're talking to Bellator right now. Got you. Yeah, as we're you should talking, be. I guess. Yeah, for I sure. mean, like, we're talking to a couple people though. Like, there, I think uh, we've contacted One FC as well, mm. and there's a couple organizations in Russia actually that that might that might pan out. I'm not familiar. I, I apologize. Yeah, um, I know ACB. Uh, there, it's possible, okay. but I hear some things politically or like mm. iffy. So, um. We're kind of holding off on ACB. We're going to see what happens with our organization. Um, but there's another one. I forget what the name of it was. But there's okay. another one that's based out of Russia. Okay. Uh, it's not M1, mm-hmm. but we could possibly get, get get into M1 as well. Like, the thing is, like, I don't know, you know, if people really understand, if people really watch your fights. Man, you're at the top of your game right now. Yeah. I am like really at the top. It's yeah. not like you're 36 and Yeah, totally. 38. Which I'm close. You know, but I'm bro, close it, to that, but you're it's, looking like 28, exactly, 27, right? It doesn't you know? show. I don't yeah. fight like I'm 40 or something, you know? You, you look fluid. Your joints look loose. Yeah. You, it doesn't look like there's been pounding on yeah, it for, totally. you know, 15 years, which there has been. But. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But recently, like, I've kind of adopted a different a different way to way to train, you okay. know? Like, I do a lot of... My, my conditioning is done conditioning. I'm not trying to get conditioning in sparring. I'm not trying to get conditioning in rolling. That shit is just to make me sharp and to, mm. to get my timing and my distance and all that. So what's so, conditioning look like for you now? Uh, I work with New Edge Alliance. Uh, uh, Ibi Ibi, Ali. Shout out Ibi. Yeah. Shout out Ibi. Beast. <laughs> fucking beast. <laughs> He'll break you. Oh my god. So many times that man yeah. fucking kills me. Yeah. Um, I can hear his voice in the back of my I, head right now. Oh, yeah. I know. I'm feeling bad because I didn't, I didn't go in this week and oh I my. should go in. And I'm like... <laughs> I don't want to do it. I don't have a fight side. Yeah, but yeah. it's important to stay on it because if you don't stay on it, then coming back is fucking the worst. Yeah. It's so painful. Yeah. But it's better off to just do it when you're in shape because it's kind of fun when you're yeah. in shape. Once you're there. Oh, yeah, because you're a powerhouse, right? Yeah. Like you're moving yeah, so it's well. It's like, rah, and it's like we, 20 yeah. second break and you're like, yeah, I'm good. Let's go. So, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. So, so I, do, will, yeah. I do that and I, I, I sprint um, and that's the majority of it. Like Ibby's he's so awesome that he's able to hit so many different types of systems and his rehab his prehab it's like power it's endurance it's power endurance it's it's muscular endurance you know explosivity it's it's so many things all at the same time he's on a different level yeah he really is he's by far the best uh, trainer i've ever worked with yeah um, yeah and that's high that's high praise yeah yeah, yeah. i've worked with a lot, a of, lot, fucking a lot trainers, of trainers but, <laughs> yeah there's a lot of bullshit trainers yeah. out there too but yeah totally but i've worked most of the trainers that i've worked with have been really good yeah world-class it's just top that guys i find Find that Ibby is able to do everything really fast, and there's no bullshit. There's no like wasting time. It's no like, like you're like in there and you're going for like 45 minutes straight yes, or yeah. an hour straight. 60 minutes, yeah, tops. Yeah, yeah, like straight. Yeah, but some of my other conditioning coaches, it'd be like a two-hour ordeal. You know, I don't have time see when it. Yeah, so that's one thing. Time, yeah. time scarcity is one thing. I think that when it comes to conditioning, it has to be that way. Yeah. Um, when it comes to refining your skills, then you can get into longer workouts, in my yeah. personal opinion. There's totally. Because no, there's a lot of teaching there. Exactly. That you're not, it's yeah, not actually physical exertion. You know? Right? It's like, uh, you know, you're showing a, a player or a fighter something. Okay, let me see that again. Yeah. Okay, let me see that again. Yeah. Let me see, okay, now let me try it. Yeah. Right? And it's, totally. it's, like a, it's a long teaching process. Exactly. But like conditioning, 
I always laugh because players are being like, oh, coach, I was in the gym for three, four hours. I'm like, what the fuck were you doing in there for three, right? four hours? Is he teaching you how to lift properly? You should fucking know that already. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Fuck. Yeah, it's yeah. a completely There's different There's not, nothing, nothing you can be doing for yeah. a three-hour conditioning session. I, I, like, the, is not, yeah, that's useless. I, yeah. The, the, Economy the, of training, right? Yeah, There's no, a absolutely. lot of things that, are, that you just don't have time for, especially in mm. MMA, man. Like, you got to train at least four martial arts. Yeah. At least four. And if you're only training four, you're probably falling behind. Because motherfuckers are on Taekwondo now. Motherfuckers are leg locking. Everybody's doing judo. Yeah. Like, how many martial arts are there? Uh, like, like total? I know there's like, I know there's like a trillion subsets. Yeah. But if you were to group into like, I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. Like, there's, would, that's the thing is like, it's, yeah, it's such a, a growing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a lot. And that's what makes it so much so fun. So fucking awesome. Man. Right? So awesome. So cool. Yeah. So, yeah. You're you're in top shape right now. Yeah, you're I mean, ready to I mean, go. I'm in pretty good you're shape. You're ready to go. I can fight in three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, two fights ago, you didn't take any damage. No. Last fight took a little damage. Yeah. But like I took it, I got a cut. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. It. that's it. He hit me. He hit me once clean. Yeah, and that cut me. Yeah, but like, you're not in a situation where you need to be taking months off or no man. That. You I, didn't get a Tony I Ferguson. I have to fucking take off till after Christmas. Mm. Which I'm a little bit upset about. Oh, just because nobody really books. Nobody's really booking late in the year. Like they've got their cards lined up already. And, yeah. Into January and then like everything. So you're looking at the spring again. So yeah, you're looking at the spring. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. man. I'm 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 looking forward to it, and I just like I I love seeing world class athletes go at it. Yeah. Like you know what I mean, and the phenomenal. fucking preparation. It's it's yeah. unparalleled, and in, in my opinion, there's nothing like it. Like yeah. in life. Totally. And that's what just gets me fired up about it. Um, yeah, it'd be cool to see everybody's prep. I wish they could do like a, a countdown on every fucking fighter. I can see what everybody's doing. I know, and like fuck. The amazing. thing about fighting and sports in general is it's holistic it's 360 if you're doing it correctly and on a professional yeah. level it's like what are you doing from the mental aspect what are you doing like totally. from the physiological aspect what are you doing like there's so yeah. many aspects exactly. like what's your sleep cycles yeah like right like what's your nutrition like <laughs> like you know what i mean there's like on, you know on, on, there's a million on, things on, and that's on. why for me i like things that are multiple angle problems where yeah. you can never really get it perfect yeah, you'll never get it perfect but it's fun trying anyways yeah you know what I mean? exactly it's like, you gotta, ah, you gotta it. Maybe I can get it, it. yeah <laughs> and at day. the end you, you feel so great right like you say you go in these workouts with ibby yeah and he's killing you man i've been in those workouts Fuck he fucking kills. murders people yeah. murders people Murder. don't even don't 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 <laughs> I was gonna be like, yeah, go train with him. Don't you don't want it. You don't want it. Uh, go you to do, but prepare thyself. <laughs> prepare. Drink lots of water, but not too not close too to the workout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Don't drink a whole bunch of water in the workout. It's coming back out. Man, maybe go to like Good Life and get a couple of those or something. Yeah, I don't know. You don't gotta just chill jump out. right in. I've had uh, yeah, <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> I love it, man. I like Ibby a lot because he's an outlier. You know, yeah. he's he's uh, he's a different person, and totally. I don't have a lot of experience with him. I met a couple of times, yeah. but uh, he's worked me out once. And it, you know, honestly, I don't know how these people develop. These outliers develop, and you're one of them yourselves. And that's who, that's honestly that's the type of people we're trying to get on this podcast. Is yeah, those people that see life in a fundamentally different way. Yeah. And to the out to the general public, you might not see that. You yeah, know, like for yeah, instance, totally. a lot of the work you're doing with Project Spearhead and and the way you approach your fights and the way you you talk to your your students, that's all. Maybe it doesn't fit into everybody. Everyone's like, okay, well, why is he doing it this way? And then yeah, this is like this. Sure. And then, like, wait, he's on top of his game, but he's out the UFC. How does that? How does that work? Right. Right. And I think that 
I think I think it's masterful in that from my perspective as a guy that you know, doesn't have a background with you is like, okay, no, 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 he's moving completely different than everybody else. He's yeah. not even thinking the same way. Yeah, yeah, totally. Right? What made you like that? How did you, how did how did how, know, how, how how did you do that? How did you like? It's so easy in life to get stuck into the monotony. Yeah, totally. Or, you know, life Conform. just gets you. Yeah. You know, what I mean, it swallows you up. This world is like that. I've just you always like I don't know. I have a bit of an issue with authority. I have a bit of an issue with conforming. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like high school was difficult, not because the it was hard. The classes, like I'm, mm. I never had problems in classes. It was just like conforming to everything that they wanted me to be it's always been a problem whatever everybody else is doing i want to do the opposite thing yeah you know and yeah. i've always been like that i don't know why i have no idea i get it man but I it's, get it. it serves me you know it serves me sometimes it fucks me up for sure <laughs> sometimes i get in shit but uh but but it's it's definitely sir i'd rather be like this than the other way you know if i was no, the other man. way i'd be in some fucking cubicle somewhere no man you wouldn't be living yeah you would not be living you would not no. be alive right no i know in my mind when i make the calculation and when i do outlandish shit that maybe doesn't make sense at face value it's like man either this wins astronomically because yeah. it's a different route that no one's taking. Totally. Or it's going to fuck me. <laughs> but if it does, I'm going to come back so much better. Totally. And I'll find the angle. Exactly. So it's a win-win. It's a win-win. Exactly. So it's, you said high school, but like, that can't just be it. There's something, there's something else yeah, there. Don't I, tell me it's just high school. It's not just high school. No. Like, I felt this since I was a child. Like, I don't know. I, my... The family I grew up in wasn't super regular, you know, okay. like um, just even like back in the 80s, right? I was born in 84. My mom's my mom's white. My dad's black. At least he looks completely black. He's actually part First Nations as well. He's mm. the quarter Blackfoot. But um, but nobody really knows that. He, he identifies as black. He's from Chicago. Yeah. You know, um, so even just growing up a mixed kid. Up north, not down down Prince here. Prince Rupert. No, it was, no, I grew up in Burns Lake. I was Burns born in Lake. Victoria. Okay. When I was two, we moved up to Burns Lake. So that's like two thousand people, twenty five hundred people. It's a mill town. Yeah. Right, like yeah. nitty gritty mill town. I grew up same way, man. Small yeah. town. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So there's a lot of a lot of native people, a lot of white people, no black people. Right. We were the only black people. So right. He, so right yeah. there, I already didn't feel like I fit in. Right, so immediately I'm not feeling like I fit in, and so I, there was like part. Some of the time I would try to fit in, and other times I would just be like, "Fuck, I want to do the opposite that everybody else is doing," you know. Like hip hop was really big. I fucking loved hip hop when yeah. I was like ten, and nobody liked it. Then everybody else started liking. I was like, "Fuck hip hop." I, I remember. Mar I, I like Marilyn Manson. I'm gonna paint my fingernails black and wear fucking spike collars and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I can't man. see it. I can't I see know, it. I know, right? I but, know. Uh, I can barely believe sure, that this happened. Sure. But it de I guarantee you it happened. There's pictures somewhere. Yeah, somewhere for sure. I somewhere hidden. Yes. Somewhere hidden. <laughs> Hopefully hidden. Yeah. No, I got you, man. Basement. I, I get it. I I get it. Like honestly, I people remember hip hop is pop music now. Yeah, man. That's fucking crazy. First off. 
insane and actually kind of dope yeah it's cool it <laughs> yeah. is cool I, I don't mean to shit on it but uh in the 90s early 2000s man i'm a white guy yeah. i'm just a white guy <laughs> there's i'm european there's not a damn thing interesting about me i'm just white and it would just be a little white dude like you know bumping 50 cent and yeah yeah you know uh the chronic was just like dude what are you doing like <laughs> and then my mom would be like oh it's a phase like don't worry about that like, yeah. mom i still fuck with that album man the chronic 2001 that's my shit yeah Get Richard i love trying, that that's album. my shit Get i love out that of album. here yeah. i bug it all the time i bug it all the time and i remember uh i smoked weed when i was a kid i still do but uh, <laughs> for sure <laughs> but when i was like a kid kid and she'd be like she was not she was never too worried about it she showed me how to roll my first joint no no yeah, way yeah, yeah. she's that's like dope. oh yeah like he'll smoke a little bit right now but he'll get over it <laughs> mom still smoking <laughs> but it never <laughs> fuck with your life you're doing hell good. no of course right? not of course not and it's all good but it, it, I, as soon as um as soon as hip hop started to get uh, commercialized, yeah, like the R and B thing. Remember the two thousands? It was like yeah. I was like, hmm, yeah. But like you still had that rough raw, you totally. know? Like you're like, okay, no, yeah. no, that's commercial, yeah. And then, and then like, that's, that's this is what, this is what <laughs> I fuck with, Biggie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hell is hot. You yeah, know what I mean, so <laughs> totally. this is where I'm at. Yeah, and then it's like it kind of progressed to a point where it's like now. I don't know how much of a difference. Obviously, if you're hip hop head, which I'm, I know you are, you know, like you know, there's a lot of different subsets. But like, the most popular music right now is hip hop and mumble rap. Yeah, like sorry. Yeah. Um. And but there is still, you know, Jay Z still coming out with this. You yeah. Know, Tip just came out and yeah, stuff like totally. there is still. But even just the fact that it's pop, I'm like. I'm like trying to like fuck with more like Caribbean music. Yeah, I'm trying to fuck with like Afro more beat. like Afro beats. Yeah, yeah, I'm big yeah. on Afro beats yeah, and the Caribbean music. Sure. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, you know I, I mean? love Afro beat. Rock I, got me onto it yeah. actually. Oh yeah, that word. So I always see it on Instagram, that whatever. Shit, yeah, man. it's a vibe. All she listens to. It's a vibe. It's a fucking wicked vibe. And like the Spanish music. Yeah, everything right. And so I know the part of me is like you know you grow musically. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, I want to go fuck with this for a bit. Totally. And I know another part of me is like, yeah, I'm just saying, I like this because fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Like, Even like when hip hop started getting real pop, like when uh, when G-Unit came out. Oh, man. Like that's when I, for me, that's when I feel it started getting hella mainstream. Oh, three? The, yeah, something like that. Yeah. And I was just like, yo, fuck mainstream <laughs> hip hop. <laughs> fuck all mainstream hip hop. Yeah. I only listen to underground. Yeah. I would only listen to underground like esoteric dilated peoples oh my God. uh immortal technique cannabis still going on remember can cannabis bust, can bro. i bus right yes sir fuck niganometry yes let's fuck, go that was my that was shit hard. bro that was hard. like old school eminem like old school of eminem before he blew up oh like infinity yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. jealousy you. woes and shit Ooh. fucking sick this was dope yeah, yeah because it was lyrical right like I've I've been writing for a long time. I mm. I started writing poetry when I was like fucking ten or something, and then eventually Fire. that turned into hip hop, right? Fire. Um, so I'd be writing this shit, and I'm like listening to fucking Fifty Cent, and I never at this point I never knew fuck all about like flows and changing flows and like really riding on beats structure and, shit. and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I was just like. Yo, this motherfucker just yeah. rhymed ass with pass. Like, yeah. fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's a fucking great like middle schooler. You know, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, a fucking yeah. elementary. Yeah, I want to hear rhymes. the fucking shit that's coming out of the university. Yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was more about that like early '90s, late '80s. Like, we give a fuck about the lyrical talent of MCs and the culture. Yeah, like yeah, like rappers are hood reporters. Yeah, you remember exactly. when that was a thing? Is that yeah. a thing anymore? I don't think There's that's a couple. 
Yeah. Who are you thinking? I know there is. Yeah, there's a couple. There's uh, obviously Kendrick. Okay, obviously Kendrick Cole. Cole, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think of like the only guy that could, like was bona fide underground. You know Mers? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Slug and Mers, man, back Fuck in the day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was like, that was fire. And there's, there's yeah, a couple dude. guys coming up, but like, I just, it's a weird, I'm like really uncomfortable with it. It's mm-hmm. like a weird, you know, drug glorification. Totally. Like, I'm just like. Fucking strange, man. I don't get like, it. Artists like Lil Zans. Like, I saw that motherfucker in concert, and I didn't go to see him. I went to see somebody else, obviously. (laughs) I had no idea who this motherfucker was. And then, in his concert, like, I've never seen such a terrible performance in my life. Like, you're not a performer. Yeah. It's like this, I think it was Lil Zans anyway, because they all fucking look the same and sound the same to me. I don't know. And they all start with Lil. Yeah, Lil, yeah. He's like a little brown dude. Okay. Right? Okay. So South Indian Asian guy? Dude. Yeah, Indian guy. Oh, shit. I think he's Indian. Some sort of South sure. Asian yeah, 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 type yeah, yeah. culture. Yeah. Anyway, so he's just walking around on stage, just fucking pretty much talking, and everything's fucking auditune, whatever, right? Yeah. But it's backup track. Like, there's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you here? What the fuck is the point? Like, there's no energy. Like, zero energy. Zero connection to the crowd. No interaction. Yeah, nothing, man. Yeah. I'm like. This is the worst fucking performance I've ever seen in my life. I'm actually glad to hear you say that because I'm just like a, I, I've just hated from afar. <laughs> I've yeah. never had like that <laughs> shit. Some people just send me tracks like, yo, 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 check this out. I know you don't like this, yeah. but just check this out. I'll give it like five seconds. Yeah. Oh, turn this shit off. So bad. I just, I can't do it, man. I'm like, yeah. I'm kind of a purist, you know? Yeah. Like, and I just, I can't if get behind. It, I can't get no behind it. there's no lyrical content, man, like I might listen to the track for a week and yeah. it's over. I'll never listen to that track again. Here's the thing. So you want it like if you want to get a track that's bumping, go like Ti's new album is bumping. Like it, yeah, it's I haven't weird. heard it. It's, yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Like he's got some, he's got some tracks with Gotti. He's got a lot of tracks with uh, with Meek and stuff. And it's okay. just like you want like it, so the the argument is okay. Yeah, I can listen to lyrical, but it's not gonna be bumping. You know what I mean? I can't play this in the club. Da da da. Like I can't play this like when I'm working out. That I'm like fuck. Yes, you can. You're not well, looking. Did you Kendrick? What? Yeah. Like, yeah. What? Like you're not look- yeah. Every fucking track me. is bumping in the fucking club everywhere. So like, <laughs> right? yeah, I know, man. And then just the glorification of like lean and stuff. I just yeah, can't do it. Crazy, I'm like, man. for me, I'm like a. If it doesn't come from the ground, yeah, don't put it in your body. It's not good for you. It's not. Yeah. Good. It's not it's, a good idea. No. And I've been ridiculed for saying that, and I will fight for that to the death. Honestly, totally. I mean, I, I maybe it's kind of how I was raised and stuff, but like, weed has never fucked me up. It will never fuck me up. Oh, like, you, like, get out, get out, get it, out of here. Like in, like if you're completely abusing it and doing it for the wrong Different. reasons, Different. anything can. You can drink too much water and too much die, coconut man. water and I might die. Anything, bro. So that's not a fucking argument, right? As a as a as a as a medicinal plant. Right, a recreational plant. There is fuck all wrong with cannabis. Exactly. Only people that believe there's anything wrong with cannabis, or 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 at least say publicly that there's anything wrong with cannabis, they have a fucking agenda. Yeah, lobbyists. Yeah, shit. exactly. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. have a fucking alternate agenda. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure I used to hear it. I'm sure you heard it coming up. Like I remember just the old head back on like in a campfire and just being like, "Yo, man, trust me." You, they can use hemp for everything. Totally. Like, yo, marijuana cures all this totally, shit. Totally, dude. And you just be like, you. I was for me, I was just a kid. And I just remember like, yeah, whatever, man. Like, I hear you. Like, yeah, it's cool. But like, what? <laughs> right? It's <laughs> fucking like, and that's the thing. Like, everybody's so excited about this, like, cannabis legalization, right? 
it's got its positives and negatives. I mean, yeah, October 17th. Yeah, it's yeah. like fucking tomorrow. Oh, yeah. By the, <laughs> by the time this is out, it'll be out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Which there's some good things about this, right? There's some good things about this. What's the hot take? What's the hot take? The thing, <laughs> not, the thing that I'm really excited, I don't give a fuck about cannabis being legal. I want hemp to be completely fucking legal and highly used, right? Hemp is the fucking truth. Yes. I just I just bought a new fucking stock in hemp, actually, because everybody's getting going all talk crazy that in, talk, the, talk yeah, that <laughs> in this weed market, right? Everybody's going all crazy on canopy growth and shit. Like yeah, canopy's Aurora, good. I've been, yeah, I I been canopy. Yeah, been Ray, for a while. Uh, but um, I just bought this new company called Earth Sciences and Earth Sciences Tech Incorporated. Ooh. Yeah, very interesting company. New company? Yeah. Please do I, tell. I don't know how new. They're not like a, maybe a year, a year and a bit old. Okay. Um, but they've, they've got so many different platforms. Mm. So they own they own like three different companies, right? And uh, maybe four different companies. And they all kind of do different things. So they have like different arms of this company. One is just, just to get to CBD, mm-hmm. mainly CBD mm-hmm. infused products to consumers to like the masses distribution selling it to like 7-elevens and shit like that in chocolates in drinks in things of that nature mm. right mm. so that's like their money maker yeah. right and then they've got a couple other companies I'm, I forget exactly what sure. they do but um, then there's one arm of it one of the companies that they own uh, they're creating um, different uh, different medical tools right yeah different medical tools that are they're, they're one of the things that they're doing is they're creating a uh, a home testing kit for um for different sexually transmitted uh diseases oh my god yeah so like you don't gotta go into the doctor for fucking chlamydia pill you just test yourself yeah right like you, urine or yeah, something. yeah yeah you just piss on this thing and yeah, yeah. but it's in home right you, like there's some things yeah, yeah. on the internet i think that you can send off um I'm not incredibly yeah I just, educated just since i started researching this <laughs> sure, company right sure, sure, um sure. but yeah this you can just do it all at home yeah. so that you don't got to get embarrassed or anything and fucking no, man, it makes sense office, that's a right? that's a great look and they're also like they're they're using a the whole bunch of different hemp products but for like the medical side that are they're selling to hospitals and shit like that, right? So um, they've got a really interesting vision. This company, which Very is cool. why like the the stock is fucking worth nothing right now. It's worth like I think it's at like a dollar seventy or something. That's like actually that. that's not bad. It's a good thing. Man. Yeah, that's <laughs> that, thing. that's that's good. <laughs> yeah. There's no names, but there's a lot of very interesting. We do a lot of private placements at my firm. Okay, so I can't actually say names. Yeah, because um, that's illegal. Okay, but um um. There's a lot of very interesting vertically integrated distribution um, canopy com- or not canopy cannabis companies that are coming up. Um, usually, American companies that want to be listed on the CSC, yes, yeah. um, because again, we're kind of a haven, exactly um, for that. So, and what's actually really interesting for like more sophisticated investors is uh, there's a couple companies coming out right now that are. Oh man, this is a fucking MMA podcast turned into a finance Whatever, podcast. Whatever, right? <laughs> three hours long gives a shit. Yeah. Um, uh, it's I don't know if you're familiar with a, a REIT, a real estate income trust. No, it's basically the way it works is it's a fund where you essentially you pull cash together and then that fund purchases income producing properties. So like uh, a, okay, yeah, apartment yeah. complexes. One up in Australia right now, actually. It's a good move. Yeah, uh, it's a good move. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but it's a good move. Yeah. Um, 
And the way that works is basically, again, you just buy the property, lease it or rent it out. And it just is a constant revenue stream. Yeah. And it's set up as essentially a holding company. Mm. And so there's a lot of very interesting companies, no names, <clears throat> but <laughs> call me if you have yeah, my you number. You can tell me after. <laughs> yeah. um, if you're a client, get on the phone. Um there's a lot of very interesting companies that are setting it up like that where they're purchasing farms, very uh. scalable farms that, uh, I mean, flour is one thing, but just the CBD. Yeah, man. Um, you know, just, you know, the guys that are producing shatter and um, and then also infused drinks. Yeah. Um, CBD infused drinks. The soft, uh, uh, what's it called? Soft drink market is just absolutely massive. so massive. massive. So that, where that space goes um, is amazing. And just to transition back, like I think that for guys like yourself, not to say you're, nearing retirement but i'd say you're at the yeah, halfway going, mark or past the yeah, halfway mark for sure well i don't know man i am <laughs> yeah. not gonna fight till i'm 50 <laughs> i've been fighting for 17 years bro i bro I, 17 years 17 oh years oh my god so i was thinking it's like 12 yeah. okay because i could see you fighting at 42 so that's yeah, why i was no, like uh, i could see no. you being that guy just being oh, like just fuck. being a master I, you know what i mean? highly doubt it. it's possible if i can sand shy the game i'll do it but fair enough fair enough fair enough but guys are in the later stages of their career to transition now yeah at like high level athletes because that's the thing how many nba guys nfl guys do you hear about making this bag and then all of a sudden the thing is like you never have money you never couldn't correct me if i'm wrong you didn't come up in a rich household no, man. Exactly. i grew up on the res bro exactly so <laughs> if you've never had money you know if 20 dollars was a lot of money to you growing up yeah you know like you don't know how to spend money when you get you know hundreds of thousands or, yeah, or millions totally. right so that's an amazing way to transition and something i think is paramount and slept on and like even the way you approach it with the UFC, people have no idea what fighters are actually getting paid. Yeah, like if you're crazy, on a prelim, man. so f you know what you're the expert. So let me ask you: if you're on a prelim card, two twenty nine, if you're one of the like you know not on fight, or, yeah, what would be on fight pass? Yeah, fight pass. Yeah, would be on fight pass. If you're one of the front, if you're one of the the first prelims, what's your bag? If it, it really depends on your contract, they'll they'll shove like. Yoana Yen check on the fight pass. Okay, sure, but like, right? is there a range? The um, the bottom line, the minimum wage in the UFC is ten thousand to show, ten thousand to win, and that changed in twenty fifteen. Before it was like six, I think, or eight. Might have been eight. That's murder. So now, yeah, now it's ten and ten. That's still murder. And uh, my my last contract, the last fight I had was at sixteen and sixteen. Mm. Right, that's like my seventh fight in the UFC, and I'm still making sixteen thousand show, sixteen thousand win, and I lost. Although I didn't lose, but I lost. So then I walk home with sixteen thousand dollars, and I gotta play, pay managers, I gotta pay for my fight camp, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, all yeah, nutrition, yeah. massage, whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah. So really, you end up leaving with probably like ten thousand dollars. Yeah. You know, for that however long. Plus award. the fight camp. It's like what the fuck. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Um. But it, it it's all depends on the person, right? Like everybody has the the ability to negotiate their own contract, and right. some people have a lot of leverage, right? Mm. Like some people's managers will have a lot of leverage. Like my manager has a decent amount of leverage just because he also has John Jones, he has Tyron Woodley, right. he has Demetrius Johnson. Um, he's got a bunch a bunch some of big UFC. names, yeah. yeah. First round management, so they're like one of the bigger management firms in the yeah. game, and they're fucking awesome. Actually. Awesome, fucking awesome. Yeah, that, you listen, man, that doesn't always happen. Yeah, if you, I've hated managers. No, I was so reluctant to get in with these managers. I tried to fire fire them like probably six weeks <laughs> after I after I signed with them. I'm like, yo, you're not doing shit. Yeah, fucking get out of here. You can't do fucking shit for me. And they they talk to me and they 
they they uh they got me to stick around i'm I'm so happy they they stuck around bro because yeah they're so useful awesome especially for me because i'm not like just this normal fighter that doesn't get into any shit and like doesn't do anything outlandish right so um it was really good to have some people on my team that have my back that can be a bit of a middleman with the ufc because if i'm just talking to the ufc directly then they're tempers can flare and things i can say things that are not the right things i need to be saying not always the most political person politically correct person (laughs) yes but you are composed yeah you are composed so if you watch your interviews you may be saying some politically incorrect things that might get you in trouble with the man yeah um air quotes but you are not out here whiling and just, you know, yeah, going. Like, you're totally. calculated in your yeah. moves. You understand what you're saying. It's yeah. not just blatant bullshit yeah. that you're sweating in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> fucking crazy Pause. bastard. I didn't say it. <laughs> uh, he's so nuts. I fucking love him. Yeah. But, yeah. fuck, he's crazy as nah. shit. And, uh, you know what? Cool. I, I get that, too, for sure. But I'm, I appreciate how calculated you are. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate I mean just, just watching, you know, 229, you know, I'm sitting on the couch girlfriend asked me like hey um how much these guys make and i'm like shit i'm ask Cajun. <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean but it's like i'm thinking in my mind she's like you know two million three million four million oh, fuck. and she's like well i'm just thinking like how many million people are watching this this pay-per-view right. like the pay-per-view is like 65 yeah like these guys got to be making at least a couple mil you would think and I'm we like, should be and I'm there's like, enough money to be paying us a mil or 750 grand you know, there's enough money there. Versus but, 80 grand. Yeah. Versus 20 grand. Versus 20 grand. Versus fucking 10 grand. You know what? Actually, you know? Yeah. Like the majority, I would say the majority of the roster is making under 40 and 40. That's the vast saying. majority. Most of us are making under 30 and 30. Right, 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 right. The average career in the UFC is three fights. Wow! Yeah, that's I had the, no, oh my that's god, that's the average career in the UFC. So most of the people, most of the people that are that are going in, most of the fighters that have fought in the UFC, if you only get three fights, you're not going to get up to that high pay grade. Right, right, right. It's going to take you fucking ten fights to so, get up to that high pay grade, unless you Conor McGregor the game, unless you Ronda Rousey the and game, unless you're a, a mega star. No, I yeah. get it. So you might as well just go to Bellator. Okay, wait, hold up. Let's you get could. to Bell- we'll get to Bellator you in a could. second. I got to ask you first though. So like someone like um michelle watterson yeah is there a divide between what females get paid and males get paid uh is that is that what i've seen on the outside looking in it seems like men get paid more okay is that like is that a real because that that can be a real thing in you know regular white collar jobs to an extent now i'm be tiptoe around this because you know there are psychological factors that you know women um, statistically go for less ambitious jobs in, in certain situations and and um, or don't feel comfortable for asking for that pay raise. Like, there's a lot of societal, psychological factors that go into there, right? Like it's not, like trust me, I, I work in wealth management. I see the incomes every fucking time. It's, you know, your income, 120K. Spouse's income, 40K. Shit is real. Shit, yeah. I'm not saying shit is not real. I'm just yeah. saying there's a lot of factors that yeah. people just kind of don't understand and and that, that we jump to conclusions too easy. But looking from the outside, outside looking in, I'm looking at these female athletes and they're fucking beasts. Yeah. Like they are every bit the fighter that, you know, the, that these male athletes are. Yeah. And maybe not in skill. Not always well, in yeah, skill. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. 
Because there's a lot of highly skilled females, but they're a little bit behind just because we've had so much more time to develop. No, no, yeah, for sure. At the top of the game. Let me re- let me reward that. Let me reward that. They're putting in every amount of effort. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't tell me that this person's putting in less effort and then, you know, deserves totally. to be paid less. Yeah, no, it's not that. Excuse and, me, yeah. And it, it shouldn't even really be on skill. It doesn't really matter. Skill doesn't translate into money. Good right? point. Good point. S- asses in seats translates into money. <laughs> how how many people are showing up to watch the the, the girls fight? Oh, well, yeah. So fucking many. The yeah. last, the, the highest ranking tough in the last, I don't know, fucking... 15 toughs was like the chick tough yeah the one where they got brought females in right and every time there's a female fight everybody wants to watch it sells it. man that shit sells because a they fucking scrap yeah. b half the fucking dudes just want to fuck these girls <laughs> yeah they're hot yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and there's a lot of women that are turning in too because now it's something that resonates with them more they're yeah. like oh yeah i want to watch the women fight yeah fuck you yeah. know so i think they get a I think they should probably have higher wages. From what I've seen, yeah. I don't see everybody's pay, paycheck. Sure, 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 but sure, sure. Sometimes these pe- people will post uh, post uh, all the, all the wages on some sort of website. Yeah, right. And not all of those are right because they've gotten mine wrong a couple times. So I know they're not all all correct all the time. Right. But uh, I remember when Rhonda was champ, um, her pay. On paper, paid by the, from the commission, it was still f- like fifty and fifty or sixty and sixty, when she had defended the belt like fucking hell. See, no, that's the only thing I had on my mind when I asked that question. That was my only point of reference, right? And she's getting paid in other ways, like oh, guaranteed. Yeah. She's getting back in, back end bonuses, and also the pay per view. She got cuts of the pay per view, which is like two million dollars, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. still, yeah, but still. You, it shouldn't just be on your pay-per-view, yeah. right? If not enough people tune in, you should still be getting paid at least a mil. Well, at fucking least. Here's the thing, like, crazy. people don't understand. It's like, oh, 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 so what do you do for a living? You go out and, and you're fit for a living and you go and you fight somebody? No, 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 listen. You're putting, like, your mental health at risk. You're getting punched in the head. People, like... I will always defend, not that I know shit about shit, but I will always defend whenever someone says about fighters or athletes, especially fighters, though, where they're just like, no, no, listen, their life is easy. They just have a fight camp, and then they, they jerk yeah. off the rest of the year. It's like, no, 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 you don't understand. They have to be in here. Like, don't tell me it's not for the money. It should be for the money because you're putting yourself at risk. You can die in that ring. Yeah. You can die. In, it's happened before. It will happen yeah. again. You can die in that ring. Don't tell me that you shouldn't be going for the bag. Totally. Come in, make your legacy, you know, uh, master your craft get out yeah i'm saying like you know like and it's not that you should do it for the money no but it has to be you need to be compensated 100 by for what you're doing Mm. like and even if i would be cool with not getting paid what i would be cool with not if they're not making shit if i was fighting for a promotion if like for instance the ufc never blew up like it did right and there's no massive mma organization nobody's making any money but they're making their win on a show lose on a show win on a show lose on a show like it is on the regional scene i'm not gonna go in there and ask for fucking millions of dollars yeah man fuck no fuck i respect you for that man but but i was doing this shit for free for see years yeah okay for years yeah so but that's not the case right yeah they just got reevaluated i think at seven seven million seven billion dollars the company's worth now seven billion dollars three hundred four point two a couple years ago 300 million tv uh, TV deal yeah 
No, the the TV deal is one point five billion. What? One point five billion. The ESPN Plus deal is three hundred million. Am I Are wrong? You sure? I'm pretty sure you're it's probably 1. right. 5 billion. You're probably wrong. I, that's what I'm probably, I, probably right. That, that's what I. That's what I remember reading anyway. But so I, need, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're probably right. We need a. We need somebody like on we Joe Rogan's podcast. Jamie, <laughs> Jamie, <laughs> Google this. Yeah. Get it come up. Yeah, video pops come down. Up on Google game. comes up. <laughs> for sure. How much is USC TV deal? It's the dream for my podcast too. One day. There you go. One day. One day. Hey man, yo, um. Shaq, yeah, we, 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 I would love to have this guy on. <laughs> He's dope, man. First off, man, I listen to the podcast. I, I'm like, for the test of a podcast for me is you got to make me laugh. You have to make me look stupid. So I'm gonna be, I'm be at work or I'm gonna be walking or I'll be somewhere, and you got to just make me bust out laughing. <laughs> just be like, man, these guys are fucking clowns. Yeah. You guys do that, yeah, man. It's true. like I'm like, what the fuck is Shaq's this guy saying? Hilarious, man. He's I forget shit. he's so young sometimes. He's yeah. like 22, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck he's yeah. Look at a kid, bro. Hey, that's a great. He's that's a, a beast, great though. It's he a does great the whole podcast. thing. It's not oh, even does my he? podcast. It's his podcast. Like that. Fuck yeah. Like, he, he. I just show. I'm like the permanent guest. <laughs> he's fucking booking everybody. He's handling the marketing. He does everything, man. I'm so grateful for the guys. No, that's amazing that's yeah. amazing but um yeah man just to transition back i, I want to get into because for, again i'm not an mma guy but i want to understand what you see as a fighter um and how you're so involved with project spearhead because that's something for me personally like you said earlier you're a fight the power type of guy yeah um i am too by nature has you know got me into some trouble in the past definitely but it always will but <laughs> i truly 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 believe it it's not like oh this is my identity and this is like yeah. it's like nah that, there's something wrong here and if we can identify what's wrong then we can fix it and nine times out of ten something's wrong because someone's being exploited because it's profitable yeah totally. and, in my experience now again i'm not a 60 year old sitting on a porch being like no i've seen it all you know i mean it's a kid so <laughs> yeah. um if, from your perspective how do you see the ufc how it is now and how do you see it how would you like to see it what's the transition that needs to happen in your opinion from a from a fighter's perspective how is it now and how can we change it or how should it change okay so the main thing is fighters need a voice of some sort right there's a couple different issues just with the way it is right now Say there's no change to the structure of the sport because the structure itself is flawed. But let's say there's no change to the structure of the sport. Okay. Um, come back to that. Yeah. 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 We'll come back to that. The we just the fighters need a voice at the table so that they 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 can be heard because so many of these decisions that are made like okay early way in late way in. Right, that's so so basic, right? It's just a very small issue. Should we all weigh in at nine AM and have more time to rehydrate? Or should we weigh in at five PM and not have more time to rehydrate? No time. brainer fucking question. But yeah. it doesn't really matter what the answer is. What it, the fighters should be consulted when these these things are being talked about. Sure. Right? So I believe that if there was some sort of body like a union or an association, whatever the case may be, that could collectively bargain with the UFC on issues like this, it would be fucking huge. It would be huge. It, mm. There would be implications all over the game. They wouldn't just be able to do whatever they want to a specific fighter. Mm. And then if that fighter has leverage, okay, now that fighter can fight back. If, mm. if they do something to one fighter, now they're doing it to all of us. Mm. So the union can start shutting them down or mm. the association can shut them down. Mm. But even with that, the monopoly that the UFC has is still intact, right? So 
it's difficult for us to just go to the table and be like, okay, well, we believe that everybody that steps in the octagon deserves minimum 50 grand. That's the new bottom line, right? It's not outlandish. Not outlandish at, at all. all yeah. right? It should probably That's, be higher than that. Yeah. But that let's just say 50 grand is the bottom line. Sure. And they're like, fuck that. Okay. Are we going to strike? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Are we going to strike? Do we have the potential to strike? Do, mm. are, does this union have any teeth? Are we protected legally? Right? Yeah. Oh, like we're, we're protected legally. We're allowed to strike. But there's people are going to want to cross the line. Everybody, we're fucking fighters, man. Nobody's bawling. Yeah. So people need to feed their families and shit. People are going to cross the line. People are going to go to work. They're going to pull fighters from other organizations. Yeah. They're going to fill all the fucking spots. Yeah. Yeah. It, just having that alone isn't going to solve the problem. Problem needs to be solved by having more competition in the marketplace. That's huge, right? Interesting to hear you say that. That's right? really interesting to hear you say that. Because there's competition, even though all these other sports, basketball, for instance, let's take basketball, they have a, a union or a players association. I forget which one. Um, but NBA, NBAP, National Basketball Association, not no, NP. I don't know. Fuck yeah, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. They have one of them. Yeah. Anyways. Derry Fish is a president. I know yeah, that. <laughs> there you go. So, but when when a player goes into free agency, they have, how many teams are in the, are the NBA? 30. 30. So there's 30 different buyers now. There's competition. There's a bidding war that ensues. Oh, more than the, the overseas markets are right. crazy. And, there's, yeah. and so there's even more than just the NBA. There's a lot of competition in this marketplace. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In the UFC, the UFC has a 90% market share. And who's the other 10? The other 10 is made up of like 1FC, Bellator, maybe World Series of Fighting, or now the PFL that they've turned into. Not true. Right? Um ACB, M1. There's a couple other organizations, but... Diddly fucking squad. Yeah, they're very, very small. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, without that competition, that competition is what really drives up pay. Like That's the only thing that's ever really affected people's people's wages, right? So that needs to change. Mm -hmm. Um, Just the amount of control that the UFC has over the rankings... Because oh. they don't control the rankings. The rankings are controlled by 20 or so journalists that the UFC has picked and also work within the UFC. Propaganda. Yes, and if the UFC doesn't like what they do on these rankings, then, okay, you're no longer able to to be within this group. You're also no longer able to uh, to come to the UFC and promote. Your press passes are going to be revoked. Damn. Right? They have the they have the yeah. ability to do that. I gotcha. don't know if they're doing it, but they have the ability to I do it. I don't know. I don't talk to Dana personally. Right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Which I don't. Yeah. Um, but they have the ability to do it. So they can control the rankings and they have they have controlled the rankings when it comes to a couple different fighters and and uh, and or punished people with these rankings, removing people out of title shots, um, giving people title shots that don't deserve it. Um, there's no outside independent sanctioning body mm-hmm. for these things, right? Well, yeah, I, yeah, for sure. I agree completely. It's too yeah. much control. Get you give any human that much control, there's going to be some sort of corruption. So I completely agree. I think I'm stealing this from Teddy Atlas, and he said there's no. Um, Teddy Atlas is a famous boxing coach. Yes, uh, yes. If you don't know, uh, greatest of all time. Um, there's no separation of church and state. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, there's exactly. really no separation of church and state. Another thing, again, I just 
uh, Teddy Atlas is a great trainer, so I've known about him for a while because he's just I just fucking love that guy. Yeah, he's great. He goes fired up, you know. What I mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for like, sure. Frickin', you know, was, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I, um, and he says, yeah, again, there's no ch- uh, se- separation of church and state. So again, a complete monopoly. It's a dictatorship. It is a dictatorship, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and the other thing too, which hurts me the most, because I've seen I've seen professional basketball players that are journeymen in Europe, and it's not glorious. Yeah. And so I think I, not that there's a complete parallel there, but I will always draw the comparable to basketball yeah. to me it's like if you're a journeyman say a guy like yourself making sixteen thousand yeah. or whatever it is or thirty thousand a fight if you lose you gotta go all the way back here you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like, it's not like, okay, like McGregor's going to lose and he'll get another shot. It could be maybe if you, you know what I mean? Like the, yeah. these, the, if you're a journeyman and you're really just trying to feed your family and you're not a mega star, you're at the back of the line. Yeah. And that there's yeah. a, there's a fundamental issue with that totally because it, it, that becomes a human rights thing. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not like, oh yeah, you get fired here. So get hired here. It's, it's not like that. No, right. Man, and that's it's not like that. I'm, I have nothing to do with fighting. I don't know dick about dick, but I, there's something that hurts me when I see that. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, that's wrong. Yeah. It's an issue, right? It's yeah. an issue. And yeah. there's a lot of issues within the structure of MMA all of which are addressed by the Ali Act. Well, not all, but the majority of which are addressed by the Ali Act, okay. um, which is an act that now covers boxing, right? Okay. It's made famous by Muhammad, Muhammad Ali, Ali, obviously. If you don't know that, I'm yeah. like, you're fucking yeah. uh, out of here. <laughs> right? Um, but, and that's the reason why we have things like Mayweather promotions, mm. where Mayweather is the fighter, but he's also the promoter, so he's making seventy million dollars on the show because he's he's making money on both sides, right, 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 right. and that that happens because the fighter is allowed to go wherever the mm. contracts in boxing can can only be at one year. One year is a max contract, oh. right? If you win, if you want to win the title in UFC, there's going to be a championship clause. You fight for that belt. You win that belt, automatic resign. They will re- say you fight for the belt, and it's the last fight in your contract. That that belt, having that belt, gives you a lot of makes you hot in the streets. Makes right. everybody want right. to bring you into their organization, yeah. but they're not able to because there's going to be a championship clause which forces you to negotiate with them first, and they will they will they will resign you for x amount of or fights they'll, or they'll strip you yeah or they'll strip you yeah. yeah and even if they don't strip you even if you leave do you think the belt comes with you Fuck no. no it's the ufc's belt right it's the ufc's belt the, the ufc controls the belt they control the title they control exclusive long-term contracts for all of the athletes and they control the rankings those three things are the biggest the biggest issue in all of mma Okay. Too much corruption. There's too much possibility for corruption. I understand what too you're saying. Too much control, right? So, <clears throat> if I ha- if if there was an ang- independent sanctioning body like boxing has, sure, right? I win the UFC title. Okay, I'm fucking hot in the streets. I had that 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 contract I had was just for that one fight. Yeah. Right now, okay. Bellator want Bellator wants me to fight their champion. Yeah. We'll fight for the unified belt now. Yeah. Right? We'll we'll unify the titles. Yeah. Right? Okay. Now Fuck, that'd Bellator. Be sick. Yeah, exactly. That'd be imagine so sick. imagine Roy McDonald is the welterweight yeah. champion in Bellator right now. Yeah. He beat Tyrone Woodley, who's now the UFC champion. Under the Ali Act, they Could both go. of them 
would could say fuck Bellator, fuck the UFC. UFC. We're making we're gonna promote our own fucking fight because the world is gonna want to watch this, and we're gonna make all the fucking money. So the fighter, the fighter becomes the one with the fucking power. Yeah. Not the promoter, yeah. and then the fighters just they're fucking begging for fucking yeah. scraps. Man, it reminds me of the fucking record industry way back in the day. Yeah, way back in yeah, the day, man. where you're just a slave totally. to it. Totally, yeah. it was a slave trade, and now people are like, "Fuck, <clears throat> fuck, signing a deal." Yeah, right. Chance yeah. a rapper doesn't have a fucking deal. Crazy. He's independent, bro, and yeah. he's killing it. Yeah, making yeah millions, yeah. millions on millions, millions Tens on of millions. millions. Yeah, yeah. And, and it he has complete creative control nobody's telling him what to do do telling anything him to say he's his yeah. own man yeah you know and th- that's possible for us too as fighters yeah it's possible but we need the Ali Act to happen sure I agree with everything you're saying here now let me ask you maybe a sticky question because this happens in corporate all the time yeah are fighters in a position or even I'm sure execs are are fighters and promoters in a position where they have to sign NDAs non-disclosure agreements i've never signed an nda for fighting well, except for the damn, ultimate fighter i'm sure oh except for the ultimate fighter it's like a five million dollar nda wow yeah four is that that's up i'm assuming oh yeah well it like i can't talk about anything that happened on that show that wasn't shown on television oh okay yeah see that's what i was thinking the ufc did no they do not that's interesting they do not i would assume they would really yes absolutely for what though what would they be trying to protect well obviously that's part of the rawness that sells that sells the ufc like i mean fuck mcgregor holy shit right um i get that but i i feel as if everyone maybe it's just me maybe it's just people that kind of have a sense of these things but i feel like everyone knows the ufc is corrupt (laughs) oh the world knows And, and i feel like the ufc would be yeah exactly which also tells you it's a matter of time yeah um but i feel like the ufc would be putting those type of contractual obligations on fighters to try to calm that sense and be like no 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 no, everything's peachy keen Mm -hmm. these guys are getting paid or like you know what i mean yeah i feel like they would be trying to getting paid exactly yeah yeah, yeah. right so that's that's interesting to me you know they they don't care man that's crazy they they're like delusion like drunk on power (laughs) in my opinion Dana, yeah. the guys that are running it are drunk on power, man. Yeah. They just, they think that they can just do whatever the fuck they want, and it'll they'll never have a consequence, or at least that consequence is so far in the future that they don't give a fuck about right. that. They're right. just gonna make all the fucking money they can, and when it happens, they'll be like, "Fuck, fine." It's like I'll politics, man. It's like politics where it's like because right now the UFC is secured through twenty twenty three. I want to say that's when the deal's good too. Um, maybe I'm making that number. The up. UFC uh, with the TV deal. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, might, yeah I think I think it's twenty twenty three. I might, might, be, might, be I might be getting awesome. that wrong, Jamie. Um, <laughs> um, but I feel like it's politics, where it's just like, oh no, no, we'll secure it through here, and then we're gonna sell it or whatever yeah, it is, right? Like exactly. From a business exactly. standpoint, you kind of see a lot of things that make short term sense yeah. and don't necessarily so, make long term yeah, sense, like right? Like you want, yeah. you want. <laughs> I love putting you in these positions where you're just like, <laughs> something's happening. Yeah, no, no, Reebok is happening, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a fucking reason. We yeah, use, like, there's a reason brutal, why you get man. paid in Bellator, okay? Yeah, like this, man. Yeah, I, I feel you for sure. I mean, I just, you said, you, you referenced earlier about the structure of the UFC. So when yeah. you say the structure, you mean, again, journals controlling the rankings. Yes. Um, and, yes. again, just the, monop- yeah, the monopoly. The monopoly that the UFC has over the game mm-hmm. and the 
the inability for the for the fighter to move back and forth in between uh, different organizations, fight for titles, and then hold those titles, have a oh, ranking, man. and then keep that ranking. Like uh, Roy McDonald, for instance, was ranked number yeah. three, I think, when he left the UFC. Yeah. No, was he ranked? I have no idea. He's not. not. He's not. I haven't seen no, his name in a long time. He's ranked number one in Bellator. Nobody yeah. cares about the Bellator rankings. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even a thing. Yeah. Fight Matrix, actually, there's a site where all of the fighters are ranked. By... Right? Um, but it's actually like a mathematical equation, Ooh. which is very cool. Oh, but there, it's not all done by math. They will always put whoever is the current UFC champion at the top spot. Makes sense, right? So yeah. this is another problem with the game: is all us fighters, in the majority of us anyway. Not there's some people that actually do strictly fight for money and don't give a fuck. But the majority of us want to be the best in the world. Well, that's yeah, that's right. That's, that's why you're a fighter. Why the fuck would yeah. we do it otherwise, other yeah. than to be like, uh, okay, I'm I'm the fucking best. It's obsessive. I, I, I did it's, it. You know, yeah. I did it. Yeah. And in order in order to do that, you got to fight for the UFC. But if you're fighting for the UFC now, you're not able that's to. That's fucked up. Well, you can't get paid high levels in the UFC. You can make more money in the UFC than you can anywhere else. Okay, yeah. No, yeah, as at a megastar. At the top, at the at top, the at the top, at the top. top. Yeah. Right? Um, but other than that, it's it's difficult. Yeah. Um, but Bellator, you're not making a crazy amount of money either. Like I'll make I I, I believe that I will make more in Bellator than I did in the UFC just yeah. because I'm pretty decent at hustling sponsors and networking with people and 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 doing what I need to make money. Yeah. Right? But and there's a lot a good of fighters fighter, that are, but yeah. There's a lot of fighters that aren't good at that. Right? And Bellator Pays decent, but they're not going to pay like your wage isn't like my wage is probably going to be pretty comparable to what I left in the UFC. Right. I'm hoping a little higher, but yeah. fuck knows. Yeah. Right. So it's not like everybody that signs with Bellator is making 400 grand. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. like the, those are the select few that they put all their money into. And in like, I, I know a guy that signed his first Bellator fight and it was like 10 and 10 increasing by two on both sides. So 10 and 10, 12 and 12. Yeah. 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 No, I get it for sure. I just, to me, it seems so hard to navigate truth. You know what I'm saying? Like from the outside looking in, I'm sure even just being in it, you know, like it just seems like, I don't know. It seems like 48 laws of power, man. It just seems like fucking just maniacal shit. It is. And it just seems like savagery. And, And I, in business and especially white collar crooks are a real thing. And Fuck yeah. They are very, very real. Fuck yes. And and I I feel less hurt by that because it's like, yeah, okay, so this person's now gonna make three hundred thousand dollars versus a hundred thousand dollars. That's one thing. The second thing is he's also not putting his fucking body on the line. Yeah. Like athletes understand. Yeah. Like it is fucking hard. Go do a week worth of workouts with Ibi Ali. Go do it. Yeah. Just three and then in tell a week. Him, and then <laughs> just three in one week. That's it. <laughs> and then go tell him you're going to get paid $16,000. Yeah. Bitch, I will pay you $16,000 not to do it. <laughs> totally. <laughs> right? right? Like it's like there's a it just fucking bugs me. It irks me inside, right? Yeah, it's it's fucking annoying and there's times where like it actually has driven me to the point of fucking madness. Yeah. Like, makes me so upset and I just get so fucking angry and frustrated with everybody in the game. Like, why the fuck don't you, all you fighters fucking wake up? You're the toughest people on the fucking planet, but you're scared of this bald motherfucker. You know, you're scared because, oh, you're going to lose your job. There's other fucking jobs out there. They're not as good, but still, yeah. it's your, like, the, you got to fight for the future. They're like, wh- at, at some stage, it's like, okay, what's it going to take? 
Like they do this, then they do this, then they do this. It's like, what the fuck is it going to take for you to stand up for yourself? Mm -hmm. Like, isn't that the whole purpose of being a martial artist? Most people get in to learn how to stand up for themselves. And they get to be the best fucking fighters on the planet. And they're cowering to some little pipsqueak with a fucking pencil. I I don't get it, man. It's real life. I don't understand it. It's real life. Yeah. And it, it it hurts me. And part of me is like happy that I'm fucking gone from the UFC just because I I don't have that constant source of frustration that I'm directly connected to it still frustrates me but I'm not as connected to it I'm not as affected by it you know which is a fucking blessing even the Project Spearhead thing I'm not in the UFC so how can I be in a union of UFC fighters I can't be the vice president of UFC fighters if you're not in the UFC. If I'm not in the UFC. But let me look at Leslie. Leslie is still trying to be in the UFC, though. Is she? Yeah, she's okay. her whole, with her whole court case and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what she's trying to do. She's trying to get that last fight on her contract. Yeah, as an illegal action. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, which will then mean she's still a UFC fighter, so she can still continue on. Sure. Um, now, I do have some thoughts of maybe trying to unionize Bellator, if that's where I end oh up. Oh, my gosh. You know, I was planning on unionizing Bellator from the get-go with Project <laughs> Spearhead, right? Like, I want yeah. I want everybody to be in these union. All the top... In order for this to work, in my opinion, we need three things, okay? We need antitrust lawsuits. There's one happening right now with the UFC. Um, we need the Ali Act to pass, and we need... Uh, some sort of union slash association that in all of the top organizations, right? So that way, um, people can move back and forth in between these organizations and still be still have that protection mm. of that collective body, mm. right? So there will be a a union of Bellator fighters, a union of One FC fighters, a union of UFC fighters. All of the top people. It's kind of like the actor union, right? Yeah. Like not all the productions are unionized. Right, yeah, yeah, the yeah. lower level the productions don't aren't unionized. The union performers will not work in those shows, right? And they need a certain amount of credits or whatever in order to become unionized. You yeah, know, to get to a certain level to be unionized. Same thing with promotions. They would have to reach a certain level in order for them to be have access to the union unionized fighters mm-hmm. right and then once once you're in the union once you get enough credits or enough fights in good organizations you become a union fighter and now you can work back and forth in between all of these different or- major organizations because we have the Ali Act right the Ali Act is going to limit your your con- the the duration of your contracts with with every promoter, right. right? And the the title is going to be able to be passed back and forth. The athletes are going Which to be able to work cool. back and forth. As right? a fan, that's very cool. Right? Yeah. So the fights that you want to see, some fights that we want to see, we don't get to see because this guy's here and this guy's here. Yeah. Which is fucking annoying. Yeah, no, right? for so sure. So with those three things, the, the game is completely fucking changed. And so, the power is now in the fighter's hands. So what's going to take? How bad does it have to get I don't know if the union thing will ever work, to tell you the truth. Mm. Yeah. Just, just on my last like while of trying to organize fighters and talking to people, there's so much fear. There's so much fucking fear that, uh, that I don't know if it'll ever happen. I And also, we're also fighting against this massive fluidity in the roster, right? Like, yeah. It's the- not like 
these guys are sticking around. Three fights. Three fights, right? Three so fights. a lot of the guys that we did sign for Project Spearhead are gone now. Yeah. No, totally. I totally get it, man. It's crazy to just think about that. I mean, it's crazy to me that Connor and, and Floyd happened. And right. I, I mean, I, I get Fucking it nuts. from a business. The Ali Act is what made that happen. Because I, I, as soon as he got his boxer's license, he was now covered by the Alley Act, so the UFC cannot restrict his movement. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah. they would have restricted his movement, and he would have never happened you unless th- they fucking made all the money and just gave him what they wanted. Yeah, true, true, true. But I mean, still, I would love. There's so many fights that you would love to see, and I right? also the other thing too is like I want to see a champion that is a champion's champion. I don't know if that makes sense. Like I want to see someone like, like have his belt defend his belt is like i feel like we're just in a fucking era of like you know fluidity and flux constant like our 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 attention is like this totally right like especially in the nba like i'm always gonna reference basketball in the nba it's like fucking golden state boom all of a sudden cleveland boom right boston boom la boom i mean it's just like there's no dynasties anymore Uh, i see i'm saying nobody gets it and holds it exactly i want to see johnson did though yeah there you go (laughs) you know and then they also just throw wild people in there for the title like um doesn't make any fucking um derrick lewis yeah (laughs) For uh, shout out to Derek, I love fuck that. That beast. was fuck My balls was hot. <laughs> Jesus, that's crap. <laughs> so good. The best marketing thing uh, I've ever seen in my entire life. I wonder if you had like hit Joe, being like, "Hey Joe, I'm gonna take my pants off after yeah, I right. fuck this guy up." Yeah. And Joe was probably like, "All right, man, just go ahead and win <laughs> and do whatever the fuck you want." You know what I mean? <laughs> but he's uh, a beast. But he's getting a shot now. Yeah. Which I don't know if he even wants it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like <laughs> fuck, man. You're just gonna get mauled by that black bear, dude. Oh like, fuck. Fuck. DC is a beast. Unless, but only takes one hit. Yeah, it does. It does. But I don't know. He's pretty smart, man. DC's pretty yeah, smart. Yeah, yeah. He's so, such a good competitor. You know, I'd be highly surprised if Derek won. But it's fucking MMA, so yeah. anything can happen. That's probably a good that's bet. That's a fucking probably, great sport. Bet on Derek Lewis. Ah, yeah. Fucking minus yeah. five, like, yeah. plus five hundred yeah. dog for yeah. sure. For sure. <laughs> for sure. All day. Yeah. yeah, man. Um, I'm fucking actually looking forward to that. I was so hyped when he knocked his ass out. Oh my I was god. Like, Everybody's gonna get hyped for that just because he's getting shit kicked for so long and then such a drastic turnaround. <laughs> oh my god. Fuck. It was brutal, dude. He was just. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> fucking smash. Hey, man, I'm not all that technical and all that, but I'm going to just fucking punch your ass out, and that's going to be it. One punch is all it takes, baby. That's it. He's funny as hell, man. He's so funny, man. His Instagram is a whole it other level. It's a whole other thing, man. There's not one picture of him on his Instagram. Yeah, it's all like... It's just all fucking, fucking videos memes. that have been getting real yeah. fucked up lately, apparently. I don't even follow them, yeah. but a couple of my students follow them. They're like, yo, you see what Derek just posted? Like, people getting their fucking heads run over by yeah. buses and shit. Like, I don't what know. The I don't know about that shit. is going on in your brain, I don't know about bro? that shit. It's, it's like, the thing, we are talking about... Um, we were talking about McGregor. We were talking about earlier. We were talking about mumble rappers. Yeah, it's about courting attention. Yeah, it's just totally, that's it's man. just about courting attention. Yeah. We had a conversation. Um, the guys on me self hire was like, "Hey, listen, are we, just, Josh? You're just gonna get up there and like, do we want you to talk pop or what do we want? Like, what do we want this to be?" And we came to a conclusion where it was like, "No, no listen. Even if it loses in the short term." Yeah. If it loses in the short term and say this fails, say you're our last guest, yeah. which you won't be. <laughs> totally. But um we can still look back on it and be like, no, no this, like this was truth and truth 
yeah. truth always wins. Always wins. It yeah. will always win. Always so, win. you know, guys that are courting attention in the short term, it won't work. And it's that's not why. It's last, man. There's no staying power. Exactly. And, 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 and think about this, man. This is what boggles my mind. I'll bring this up with you because we think similar, man. Like, everyone's like, hey, what motivates you? Money. Okay, cool. What else motivates you? Happiness. Okay, cool. Both short-term things. How long yeah. do you live, right? 60 years, 80 yeah. years, 100 years max, right? Now, what? so what else motivates you now that we bring that to light? Legacy. Okay, legacy, right? No. I get that. Yeah. Who's got the greatest legacy of all time, in your opinion, ever? Anything humans. Fuck. Um, Michael Jordan. I'm going to disagree. Yeah. I'm going to say Jesus. <laughs> yes, you win. For sure. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> I got to throw you under the bus there. My bad. Oh, it was good. That was good. Definitely. Right? So Jesus wins. Jesus, Jesus wins. So if I'm not religious, but let's say I am and say I believe that at 0 AD, Jesus died or was born or whatever it was, um, that is legacy has spanned 2000 years yeah fair to say right mm -hmm. let's look at the history of humans uh we can say we've been cognitive humans for a million years right like actual thinking humans yeah how quick is that yeah nothing man. that's nothing yeah right so when when i start to put things in perspective and it just even in my head like i'm talking here like i got shit figured out i have no <laughs> fucking clue at all like, yeah, yeah the more you does. dive into stuff you're yeah, just like yeah, oh, i don't know shit yeah. shit like it's funny you just said with the union right you're like you know really passionate about this and then you start looking at all the intricacies and you're like <sighs> right yeah <sighs> yeah but even though even though you have that thought process there's that thing inside yeah. you that's like it doesn't matter yeah like totally truth is gonna win exactly exactly i don't care exactly. if it's in a hundred years in truth will whatever win. way it will yeah like like you know god forbid but say you go out on your next fight and have a fatal accident yeah somewhere down the line you'll be oh yeah kajan johnson was right yeah yeah totally there was truth there yeah for and sure it, maybe it's 40 years post yeah modem. for sure man and i, I don't know but I don't think you would regret that. No, not at all. I'll never regret anything I did. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, you know? I stand by the way that I played the game. And I know that I didn't play it in the way that was the most beneficial for myself personally. But that's not what I was trying to do. I wasn't just trying to benefit myself. It was mm -hmm. my dream to do that. I've been dreaming about trying to create some sort of a union in the UFC and affect, affect change in some way. I've been dreaming that since like fuck since i can remember since they did the first ultimate fighter <laughs> right? oh my god really 2005, yeah. wow wow are you this excuse my ignorance but are you this social justice i want to say social justice warrior even though that has a negative connotation <laughs> I, I don't mean it in that yeah, connotation you know like someone who's fighting for good um i see it in your mma and i see it in, in your fucking energy what else are you passionate about outside of mma you know what gets you going in terms of affecting change uh it's human rights mm -hmm. um human rights specifically human rights in regards to uh canada's relations with first nations people <sighs> right? because i think that that's something that a lot of a lot of settler canadians european based european except like Canadians that have a European lineage, a European ancestor. Me, bro. Yeah, right? my people. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, right? yeah, like, sure. Um, a lot, a lot of people just don't even see 
the massive divide that there is and the way that um, the way that First Nations people in this country are being treated by the government and have been treated by the government for fucking hundreds of years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been vocal in a couple different uh, on a couple different fronts, but um, I don't have a lot of fucking time anymore. Uh, I was doing, I, I've been doing what I can, mm-hmm. um, but it's 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 a difficult fucking battle, man. It's a difficult battle. I get it, and it always changes, right? But there's a lot of there's a lot of organization around fighting fighting the Kinder Morgan pipeline, mm. around fighting uh, fighting against the uh, the mines that are up north. Um, there's a lot of things. Just happening, human rights, man. man. Equal pay. There's a ton. There's a ton yeah, of things. Equal equal opportunity. So much shit. There's so much shit. I'm, fuck, man. I. It's one of those things that I have had no. You know, there's no causation. Yeah. There's like I I haven't done anything. You know, like there's no. I'm not part of the problem. Yeah. But. I still feel tremendous responsibility. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, fuck. I mean, you saw my reaction as soon as you said that, man. It's just like this fucking weight. It's just like, man. Like, yeah, dude. There's so much wrong. I, I'm, so much, dude. I mean, the yeah, first the thing. The more you delve in the problem. The, the worse it gets. Right. And it's like, and the thing is, like, it's it's ugly. It's really ugly. It's, uh, you it's don't. really you, ugly, and it's it's systemic, right? It's. It's by design. It was designed to be this way by the government in order to continue the path of colonization that their ancestors set out, right? If if they do what they should do, right? If they right the wrongs and do what they need to really to really make this a better relationship, the relationship that First Nations people were thought they were getting into when they signed these treaties. Um, yeah. Then they'll lose. They'll lose the Canada that they that they want, that they desperately need, and that they have right now, right? Like, when I say treaties, but like we're not sitting on treaty land. You know, all of BC. A lot of people don't know this, right? Like, there's like 200 tribes here, right? More tribes in BC than anywhere else in the country. Mm. Oh, I didn't and, know that. Yeah, there's oh. like. It's like from like all the whole plains, there's like four tribes. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. BC, there's 200. Well, bro. it's prosperous. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, there's a lot of separation from mountain ranges and stuff. So yeah. there wasn't as much travel and stuff. There's a lot of reasons. Um, but, Fuck! What was I talking about? No, <laughs> you pulling you pulling a, pull a Joe Budden right here. Yeah, this happens to you, me. You said people don't people don't know that there's literally like 200 tribes on this on this. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and oh, it was the treaties. Yeah, treaties. Yeah. yeah. So the, I was talking about the treaties. So there's all these treaties that that have been signed for numerous reasons across the country. Um, I forget how many treaties. Maybe 10 treaties. Sure. Um, BC has no treaties. Oh. The land in BC, by law, is all aboriginal title let that shit sink in downtown vancouver was never lost in a war it was never signed over it was never surrendered purely stolen just not even really stolen just like just taken right just like i'm just gonna be here now yeah there's no legal documents that say that that our canadian government has ownership ownership of this land mm-hmm. right no which is fucking crazy man. it's fucking crazy because when they all of these massive massive resource extraction projects are happening right Whose the first nations people 
the First Nations people, the grassroots First Nations people who are at the actual ab- holders of the Aboriginal title, the band, the Indian band, the chief and council, they don't hold the Aboriginal title. They're just another person. It's held by every single person that's using that territory. Yeah. Right? Yeah. These are the people that have the rights to that land. And when there is a mine that's going to go in or there's a pipeline that's going to go through this land, then those people stand up and they're like, no, fuck that. We don't, we don't give you con- consent. In my mind, one of, two, yeah, one, of th- one of two things should happen. Either if, if you don't give consent, it doesn't go through. Yeah, exactly. Or if you do, let's cut it up. Like, let's, okay, what's the profit? Like, this is going here, that's going here, right? Like, there's, there's, there needs to be negotiation yeah. happening, right? And there are, but there are negotiations well, with chiefs that have been bought off by the industries. So those chiefs do no longer really represent their people that they're governing. They are only representing their own self-interest, right? So their pockets are being lined, so they'll sign whatever the fuck. Man. They're down for whatever split because they're getting given fucking 100 grand a month. Man, this is going to sound crazy, but uh, it reminds me of Haiti. And Haiti, and yeah. Haiti is a democracy. It's voted in, but what happens is is essentially whoever gets voted in either gets death threats or bought out. So it's just like, hey, listen, um, publicly, um, you're going to have a terminal illness and you're going to need to be shipped to Italy or to America and you're going to disappear and we'll pay you and you'll have a great life. Yeah. But, and, then, and then the vice president, we're, we're going to put in power. Mm-hmm. And whatever the vice president you know says goes and they're under control. So it's kind of like a similar thing in terms yeah. of like, it's not representing the people at all. Exactly. And, and we're so, us white people are so ignorant. We're like, oh, it's the fucking chief. The chief said that the, the chief signed it. What are you talking yeah, about? You didn't get exactly. no say. Chief signed it. Chief, the chief right here. He's got the head thing on. He looks like a chief to me. That's the chief. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> that's not the case. No. It's not the case not at the all. It's not the case, man. So it, it just, it fucking and, hurt. And from a business perspective. Yeah. It's crazy, man. It hurts Even me, just man. that form of government, like it's a very imposed governmental system. The whole band system. It's like a reserve system, right? The chiefs were hereditary, man. Mm. The chiefs were were taught to be chiefs from the time they were fucking small, right? So, but now that's not the case. Now it's all elected, man. right? So now, uh, now people are you buy the votes. You okay? Yeah, you elect me. Okay, I'll make sure that I I get your family a, a job in this position, and I'll buy you a snowmobile, and yeah, you'll get a truck and whatever, whatever, and whatever. So, and now I'm the chief, and now I'm just gonna siphon off as much fucking cash as I can. It's fucked up. It's fucking crazy, bro. It's sick, man. It's fucking crazy. It's insane. And uh, I'm not. I'm no person to be speaking on this, but you know what, man? It's like it's just one of those things that again hurts me because it's just like you're sitting on the fucking sidelines. Yeah. So like, I, I told you I work in an investment firm. I, I actually work at there's a sub brand of that investment firm called Ethic Invest. So it's all like socially responsible investments. Okay. Uh, SRI, uh, That's cool. ethical social governance, ESG. Um. So just like. You know, equal rights, um, equal opportunity, uh, no guns, no drugs, no no tobacco, stuff like that, right? So it's just like, there's a reason why I got behind that. And the reason is, is when I was a kid, I used to be like, oh man, you know, someone, I don't know who said it, but someone's like, oh, I hate reading the newspaper. And then the the other person was like, oh no, I love reading the newspaper because that's my to-do list. And I was like, oh wow, because it's all negative shit, right? So it's like, these are all the things I got to change. I was like, cool, cool, cool. And then, um, and so I was like, okay, I want to get into politics. So when I was like a really young kid yeah, and I was like yeah. a hippie little kid, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, I like, keep it. I'll be like, oh man, like I don't want to tell anybody. And then I was like, oh no, no, wait, I don't want to go into politics. I want to go into business because politics is business. <laughs> business controls politics. Yeah, so, totally. Let's go to the source. Yeah. I mean, like why, why, like 
I am a proponent for voting, but in my, in my mind, in my young mind, I was like, why yeah. the fuck are we voting? Like, yeah. we'll, we'll just go buy the businesses and we can make the decisions. Yeah, totally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it just like, I, and again, like people die for the right to vote. So yeah, I'm not for saying sure. don't I understand vote. it. I understand it. But, but does it really, gonna, are you going to change the fucking world with your one vote? Exactly. Probably fucking not because you only have two choices. They're both <laughs> fucking dickheads. Because yeah, it's it's ideological warfare, you know. Yeah, yeah I- ideological. And, yeah, you know it's 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 fucked up. Yeah, the whole up. system's fucked. Man. It's like it's um man, we're, we're hippies right now. So I love doing hippie talk. It's dope, especially <laughs> yeah. with someone respected like yourself. It's yeah. awesome. Fucking, it's great. I love when you uh, you meet high level people that are grounded. Yeah, um, totally. I hear you. I remember. Listen, literally. So it's just this podcast maybe come out in a couple of weeks. It was just Thanksgiving. Yeah, I went. I'm from the island originally, so I took the ferries back. Missed two ferries on the way over there. Didn't have a reservation. Okay, whatever. Paid the price on yeah. the way back. Um, I was a walk on, so I was like, okay, I need to get to work. You know, whatever. When markets open, so yeah. I need to get this like four o'clock. Showed up uh, three o'clock and didn't go on the boat till eight, and I was a walk on. So they're like having people like walk out, like uh, line up outside. So the so the waiting at BC. Hey, you've been on the island before. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, of course. Um, the waiting uh, at uh, Departure Bay waiting thing was full. Waiting room was full. They weren't selling any more tickets for that thing. Wow. Now went out and then up into like the long term parking. So like I don't know, like five hundred meter line. Fuck. And I'm like sitting there. And I'm with my girlfriend, Tracy. She's just pissed. She's like, oh, my fucking God. She just can't handle it. She's like, These fucking people are so responsible. They can make more money. They can make more money. Just have more runs. Just have more ferries. Just just get it going hourly. What the fuck? Yeah. And she's just going off. And then there's like the people behind me like, man, we got to protest. We got to do something about this. And I'm like, I'm like, you're right. And you're right. But I'm like, I'm not going to be the guy that's like, oh, you know, fuck this. This is wrong. We should protest. I'm like, okay, how much money is it going to take for us to build a competitor and then get another ferry going and then exactly. double the runs. What's that going to take? How do we do that? You know yeah, what I mean? Like take totally. the, take the Elon you. Musk approach, yeah, you know, like 100%. there's, there's shit we can do. And the same thing you're just doing with project spearhead. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah this is a problem. Yeah. Like let's materialize something to do something about exactly. it. Exactly. Instead of just fucking complaining about shit. It, exactly. Right. Cause yeah. there, dude, I, I'll be in like, workout rooms with ufc fighters because when you go to ufc fight like fight week or whatever you're in the hotel they put a couple workout rooms in there yeah one a corner one b corner or whatever um and i'll be in there and it, this always comes up with fighters right was, and talk ends up where okay we're talking about all the shit we hate about ufc and how we're not getting paid right and then i kill the conversation by like well so have you signed your Project Spearhead card yet? <laughs> and everybody just shuts the fuck right up and says nothing. I'm like, well, if you want to fucking talk, like, let's fucking do something, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, And people just get so scared. Like, I've got fighters that won't come on my podcast. No way. And, like, we're friends. But they're scared. They're like, yeah, you talk about Project Spearhead too much. And, like, I saw what happened to Leslie. And now you got cut. And, like, I'm just not trying to make any waves. I'm not in, the, I'm not in that type of position. Like, I wasn't in that position either. <laughs> fucking pussy <laughs> come on man the fuck are you, I'm not making you sign a card I'm not gonna yeah. call you out on your podcast yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But, I'm fuck. not even trying to put you yeah. in that position exactly but just speak exactly. up exactly. just speak up 
Yeah, on your own terms, in your own way. You can be political about it too. That's the thing too. Like for for me, non-action is the worst action. The worst. Man. See, non-action is the wor- worst action. So you talk about anything ethical. It's like okay, either you're part of the solution, you're part of the problem. I'm sorry for saying that, but I fucking truly believe it. It's yeah. like you're either you're either standing on the sideline watching it happen, or you're part of the machine and you're making it happen. Yeah. Even if you don't realize it. Exactly. So it's like, listen, you can be, listen. Just sign your card. Just sign your card. Okay. Just sign your card. So now. You can be as political as you want, but you are putting some energy some action. and some force behind something that is good. You are yes. not just being part of the issue, right? Exactly. But that takes something in here, right? Mm-hmm. That takes self-confidence, self-belief. It's something you would think a fighter would have. A fucking MMA <laughs> right? fighter. I'm sorry, yeah. Come on, man. I'm so, yeah. fuck's wrong with you people? I'm so wrong to be getting passionate about yeah. this. It's so not my thing, but, but conceptually. Still, man, conceptually. It's crazy. Conceptually. You I, have it the, hurt, hurt my brain for a long time. And now I'm in Bellator, so I'm like, yeah, whatever, fuck UFC. Ooh. But if they call me, Ooh. if they call me and they pay me, I'm down. I'll still scrap. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come back. Dana, you know For I'm the there. right price. For yeah. the right price. No, man. I, I, I get you for sure. So what do you think... Um, so Bellator, sure. Yeah. Okay. How long is it going to take? I'm a business guy, so I'm going to go back to the business. How long do you think it's going to take until Bellator gets more than the 6% share or the 3% share they have right now in the market? Like, mm-hmm. is it going to, like, Difficult. is this thing growing or is it's, it just going to be stomped on and stomped on I'm and stomped on? I'm pretty sure they're okay being the number two. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there were actually conversations in the background between the UFC and the Bellator. Like, okay, we're number one, you're number two. You guys be the best number two, we'll be the best number one. We won't fuck with you. You know? Um, the UFC acquires all competitors that are, are that they're worried about. You know, they've done it time and time and time again to create this monopoly that they enjoy. Um, so I wouldn't, I, I don't think the, that Bellator is ever going to usurp the UFC's place. The only way that could possibly happen is for the Ali Act to go through. Right. And now there's liquidity, there's movement that's able to happen. And now because UFC has access to all the best fighters. So whoever has the best fighters, that's the best organization. Sure. Right? So unless they can get access to those fighters or like get them to come over to Bellator and leave the UFC, which is very difficult yeah. because in order to be the best, everybody already knows you got to fight in the UFC. Yeah, that has to change. Which how the fuck is that going to change with all the best fighters are over here? You know, so it's a it's a very difficult difficult task, and the only way that I see that happening is for the Ali Act to go through because now. Now there's independent titles that we can fight for. There's independent ranking systems, so the best in the world doesn't have to be only in the UFC. You know. So where is that at? At where is the Ali Act at? Um, last I heard, we were about to. I think they're going to the floor. Okay. Um, in early next year, they're going to the floor. Mm-hmm. They just got out of committee. They're going to the floor. So once they're at the floor, what's next? What's the process from here? Like, uh, I fucking you suck in American politics. No, but that's okay. after the floor, uh, as long as it's been, they get a unanimous vote or a majority vote, then I think it goes to the Senate. It's the yeah. Senate in the yeah. States, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, okay. So I get confused with No, Canada. it's all good, dude. Right? It's a podcast, bro. You're not supposed to have your facts <laughs> yeah, straight. Right. You're not supposed to be prepared. Okay. <laughs> yes. uh, so yeah, they go to the Senate next and then yeah. uh, say everything goes good in the Senate. Now yeah. it's just... Mr. Trump's signature, which is a fucking problem because he's fucking best friends with Dana White. Yep. So that's a fucking problem. Dana he are, Dana White already went to him with the whole Leslie Smith case. No way. Right? Like the NLRB in Pittsburgh is the one that was 
see trying Leslie Smith's case at, right. at first. They were assessing the case to see if it had merit. They're like, okay, this is a fucking no brainer. It has merit for sure. Yeah. And then the UFC, then Dana goes to Washington, D.C. Is this documented? Well, this all happened very, very, very close. Sure. Close proximity. So it's very difficult to... Sure. There's no documentation. Sure, bro. It's a podcast. Relax. (laughs) Exactly. But it'd be a fucking hell of a coincidence if it was wrong. Okay, so Dana White goes to goes and takes some pictures with Donald Trump. Goes to D.C. for some undisclosed reason. Nobody knows why he's there. Right. He just goes to take his fucking Trump pictures. Hotel and, yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. Takes some pictures in the White House. The following week, um, Leslie's case with the NLRB in Pittsburgh. Um, the D.C. office is like, "Yo, yo, yo, what's going on here?" Okay, you think it has merit? We'll check it out. We'll take it from here. Uh, you guys, we don't really trust you. We're going to take it over. And this doesn't fucking happen yeah. from what our lawyers say. This doesn't okay. happen. Okay, so they take it and they're like, um, yeah, they try it. They look at it. They take their fucking sweet ass time. And they're like, oh, yeah, we figure that it doesn't have any merit. So, yeah. So now there's appeals going on right. and shit. But that's what this is what they do, right? They have huge political connections mm-hmm. and they will use those connections. And they'll draw to, it out. Yeah, and they'll draw it out and they'll do whatever the fuck it takes in order to cement their their monopoly. Yeah. Because their business model does not work without that monopoly. And all of these actions that are happening right now, the Alley Act is a huge threat. To them. Yeah. Probably yeah. the biggest threat to that monopoly. Right, right. Between that and the antitrust lawsuit. Because mm-hmm. this lawsuit is serious too. Mm. It's going to be like, the settlement would be around $300 million. <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me? It's fucking serious. It's something that's going to like hurt the UFC. Damn. It's going to hurt them. But they're not going to want to hap- want it to happen again. Now, that case is only from 2010 to 2014. Mm. Okay. So, all the, the plaintiffs are, um, or the, yeah, the plaintiffs yep. are everybody that is in the UFC between that time. So, I'm one of those people. Mm. the people that are actually the face of this there's like six guys that are the face of this okay yeah um but they represent the class of all ufc fighters between 2010 and 2014 sure now let's say that this goes through and we fucking win and those motherfuckers have to pay 300 mil 300 mil Mm -hmm. which the lawyers will take 30 percent or whatever sure but i don't give a fuck because we wouldn't get shit if it wasn't for them right and they've been working for free for a long time there's like a team of like 50 fucking lawyers on this thing working for free Work well for free because they know if this goes through, there's a fucking massive payday. Fair, right? So yeah. it, uh, and they see it, they see people. it's winnable. So yeah, it's yeah. very winnable. Uh, massive firms are on this. So say we win, we win this three hundred million. They fucking pay us this three hundred million. Now, if they don't change all of the practices that led to us winning that lawsuit right then and there, then we fucking sue again immediately. Mm-hmm another suit Mm -hmm. and now this one is from 2014 to 2018 Mm -hmm. and we win that one and we win another one and we win another and eventually they're gonna have to change change it they have to change their their, their, they they can no longer have a monopoly on the game so when it comes to legal leverage because of this case you you will you hold the legal leverage once this goes through once this goes and again looks very winnable so yeah and I'm fucking glad those firms are behind you, man. Yeah, like that's, me too, that's, man. That's amazing, me right? Too. That's there are good people out yeah, here. Yeah, totally. You know? There, totally, there are. 
We get are. so caught up in the negative bullshit that you know that there's a lot of fucking great people. Out yeah, there man. Too. There's a lot of good people that are willing to fight for their for for what's right, which is fucking incredible. Which is amazing, right? And we got to hold these people up. And just to go quickly back, like we spoke about the Aboriginal thing. That's another thing too. Like let's let's I don't want to say hold on a pedestal, but kind of hold on a pedestal. Like let's uplift these native american yeah, people that are fighting that bro, are fucking on the front lines man constantly fuck man there's so many nobody even knows who these people or are. even just role models yeah even just role totally. models like you don't even have to be an activist just people that are going and like living their lives in great amazing ways yeah. right that that show you know other people on reserves that this shit is possible it's because, possible exactly i mean there's lack of role models over there man huge lack of role models Yes. Fucking sad. Yes. Man. And it's and that's again hits you in the heartstrings because totally. it's like that's kids. Yeah, man. That's kids. So kids, man. They're I'm, fucking dying. Like this community that I've been going to for a bit, Fort Chip. It's up north. Uh, okay. Yeah, Fort Chippewa's like northern Alberta. Yeah, man. I go there and like there's I, I went there a couple of months later, one of the kids that I really connected with tried to kill himself. Fuck. Right? Like I went to this other. I uh, went to Masquiches right before um, my la- my fight in Edmonton in beginning of 2017. Um, I go there and it was like the week before. Uh, a grade nine kid had retaliated because one of his friends got killed. Okay, retaliated and stabbed another grade nine kid in the fucking neck and fucking killed him. Right, they're fucking fourteen years old, fucking man. Fucking savages. It's fucking Savage. crazy, bro. It's the thing is, like, that's people. It's so crazy. People don't, people don't grow like yeah, that. Like that, something happens to them. People so are not the 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 intergenerational cycle of abuse is just so heavy, and everybody is so affected by it. It's, it's like everybody is so affected by it that it's so difficult to get out of it. So difficult to pull yourself up because everything around you is fucking shit and toxic like yeah, there's man. so little light to be seen you're just in a fucking cave of darkness it's hard to even believe that light exists yeah right so then you're just like fuck it whatever i'm just gonna do what everybody else is doing let's go fucking drink let's go fucking get high let's go fuck people up make life a little bit yeah, better for exactly. a short period for a of time very short period very of short time. period of time right man. end up in jail end up strung out end up wherever what, end up in what happens to you in those situations yeah, right man. and it's not it's I'm a big proponent of responsibility, but man, at that point, it's 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 honestly not on you. It's like it, it's 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 always on you. Well, no, when you're 12. Yeah, but I, not when you're 12, but it will be. Oh, it will yes. become 16. Yes, you know. Yes, like it's, yes, you're whatever happened to you. That's not your fault, you know. But like, healing you, is always your responsibility. I, I and completely it's agree. Fucking difficult because some people are given such shit circumstances to grow up in. <laughs> it's just like shit ain't fair man, man like the I'm, game's rigged I'm totally not a proponent of equal outcome but I'm a proponent of equal opportunity yeah you know like totally if we could just get uh, for me my vision of the world is a place where we could just all have a shot yeah just a shot right like I fuck man I, I, I do some work in Haiti and um, that is just unbelievable in that I can't even imagine it already. you know like like moms feeding their infants like mud pies to fill their stomach because they won't stop crying, you know, like little just mixing dirty water with dirt. And, you know, it's like, 
gets next level and that's a it's another oh, thing man God. where it's like that's a real thing that's it's so it's fucking, it's a real that hurt me a lot right there <laughs> there's there's you know seven million people on that little oh, half of island fuck. you know and it's like it's another thing because i feel bad because you know you go down there i'm due for another trip it's been like a year i need to go down there again but you go down there um and anybody listening to this podcast like please reach out to, to Kajan reach out to me. Like there's things we can do. There's things we yeah, can do, right? Totally. Um, but I mean, you go down there, like, again, I'm a fucking super white guy. Like I just, I am, my complexion is white. Yeah. Right. I am, yeah. I am. I, then, you know, and I had a shitty upbringing, but I live in fucking Canada. So yeah. get out of here. Like yeah. you saying you have a shitty upbringing in Canada is just get out of here. Yeah, totally. So it's like you go there and people hate you cause you're white. Yeah. I hate you because you're white. Because you're either a like again, I'm not religious, but they're either um, missionaries that have come down and try to convert you, or or again, slavery was is not that old. I'm so young, it's dude. not that old. It's really not right. So it's just like that was two generations ago. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's in their mind. I'm either a slave owner or someone that's trying to come down and convert them. So voodoo is a big thing down there. Yeah, man. And so um, like. Again, you want to talk about being political? I'm not going to be political in this sense. There's fucking orphanages that are ran by churches that won't accept kids because they won't convert to Christianity. So it's like, you want water? You want water? You want you want filtration systems? You want food? Come pray. Let me bless you in. Fuck. You're not going to do that? Here, you don't get man. it. That's some fucking bullshit. You have. That's exactly the problem with fucking Christianity as a whole for generations since its existence. Since its in inception. It's it, fucking crazy, and, man. And Kajan, it goes, it goes further than that. It's like if you are a, I'm making these names up, if you're a Smith Street Baptist Church versus a um, Central Avenue uh, church, if you go to the Baptist or just to, to the Smith Street yeah. and get extra supplies you need for your car, you're banished. You're gone. You're gone. You're not on this team because now as an organization, as a church, we're not funding you anymore. And we need to be funding you. You understand what I'm saying? Wow. So now if you're getting funding from another place, go be with them fucking crazy so there's it's a like big bloods and crips man like what the fuck is this? No, 100%, <laughs> you're trying to 100%, save people no, 100%. you're trying to make money man fuck out of here or 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 pr yeah or, or pr, PR and it's the or same, whatever it's the same, which is gonna make you money it's gonna make you, you know? money in the end it's the same thing that's happening again like you're represented by these chiefs that don't actually represent the people yeah and at the end of the day they're doing it as a pr stunt so it's yeah, like so totally. the average uneducated uh white male can look at that and go yeah yeah, yeah. we're talking to the native americans yeah fuck out of here yeah yeah, fuck out of here right shit. and it's like and people also don't like put it in put it in perspective put it in perspective like please like so we look at nazi germany right yeah don't tell me that's not the same thing don't tell me it's wor like it's worse yeah it's worse a million percent jews have a culture now yeah. don't get me wrong i'm yeah. not trying to justify that yeah. but i'm just saying let's look at it for what it is exactly where is your culture yeah so you're in tune yeah you're in tune so many people have just lost that completely. Completely, dude. And and it was by design. Like it was happened by design. They did it for a purpose, right? The North America experienced the the Americas experienced the largest genocide in human history. Human history. Right? Yeah. But it's the one nobody makes movies about that shit. <laughs> not yet <laughs> not, not the right ones anyway <laughs> yeah, uh, Mel Gibson made some fucked up movie 
<laughs> that shit was fucking Columbus up. Day and all that right? fucking shit. It's yeah. crazy, man. I can't. And Donald Trump tweeting about how fucking Ameri- how how American Columbus was and how his va- <sighs> I didn't he was catch so that one. But... Oh, dude, I saw it on Instagram or some shit talking about how fucking great Columbus was and it's that wild, motherfucker man. would throw babies against walls and feed them to dogs. You're f- and you want to celebrate this man. Even celebrating a lot of uh, a lot of Canadian early Canadian politicians, yeah. John A. Macdonald, right? That's fucking Hitler. That's Hitler. We're celebrating Hitler. You're not wrong, right? A form. What the fuck? A f- a f- like if you look at the actions, yeah, if you exactly. Look at the actions. You just look what he did. Look what he did. And you know, it's the same shit, man. Let's take into the, the Queen. The, yeah, fuck well, out of here. <laughs> let's. <laughs> Let's take this into perspective too. We are we look at a person, you know, even like with the Rwanda genocides and stuff, or we yeah. look at um we look at Germany and we're on the winning side of history, right? Yeah. Now now they're on the losing side, mm-hmm. right? So that genocide was on the losing side. Our genocide was on the winning side. Mm-hmm. We won that. Yeah. So we're looking at like we can't even really look at our history books. Exactly. Exactly. How yeah. bad was this shit really? Yeah. Right. How bad was it really? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, totally. And that's where it just goes back to like truth prevails. Truth yeah, will it, prevail in does. some in and some it way. It that's what it is. You're seeing like a lot more is being taught about residential schooling and all of the true history of Canada is being brought to light more now in uh, in the school systems in Canada, which is amazing because when I was fucking social studies, they weren't talking about that Fuck shit. Fuck no. <laughs> talking about fucking some queen shit. I don't give a fuck about that. This Elizabeth bitch. I don't know. Yeah, who the right. Fuck. What is this shit? Yeah. <laughs> that bitch was fucking capturing native babies and yeah. fucking bringing them back. Like Not in Kamloops. Not wrong. Hey, they fucking. She took like fifty kids from Kamloops. Hey. What? Yeah, yeah dude. From, from the residential school that was in Kamloops. She Holy took like shit. fifty kids. I I I watched. Uh, I watched uh, a, a, not not a documentary, but I watched a little video of a guy that was one of those kids that was supposed to go with him, and he didn't. But all of his friends and everybody got taken. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. He's old as fuck now, but yeah, of course. I think he's dead now. It's a bit a bit ago. Of course. Yeah. But, like man, the history of Canada and the states and it's dark. All it's so stark. dark. Dude. Stark. So dark. Stark. I mean, you know. Keep smiling, man. I'm not trying to listen. Listen, we got pretty depressing pretty quick, but <laughs> you know, like keep, keep smiling, keep laughing. Like you know, the world is good. There's lots of good energy. Karma does exist. Love, yes, it love, does. love does, it does exist. These and things it prevails, definitely, but it takes time. It will take time. It might it even time. It might not happen in our generation. No, you know what I'm saying? But, not, but it's all good. But that's okay. You know, it, it'll happen anyway. So you know, just to revert back a bit. You know, when we talk about social issues, there's there there are somewhat clear cut ways, not clear cut, but there are ways where we can affect change and yeah. you know, again we can divest. Definitely. And we can put our energy towards this and we can support, we can uplift people, you know, and these are things, you know, methods that will continue to be used and should be used. When it comes to um, things like uh, unionization and when it comes to because that's very much a fighter orientated thing yeah that's not like me as a citizen I can't be out there and like let's fucking unionize fighters <laughs> yeah right it's like yeah. um, uh, who are you, are you? Yeah, why no. have you ever stepped in a ring <laughs> yeah. ever no no <laughs> yeah. right so how does the general population get behind this is there an Just, answer um, stop hating on fi- fighters that are trying to do it no there's a lot of lot of i got a lot of you get hate, hate for it man i got like i get a lot of love for it don't get me wrong but there's a lot of people that are like 
oh, well, I've worked at my fucking job for 14 years and I never have got a pay raise. Like, you make $16,000 in one night. I don't fuck. I make that in a year. Well, what the fuck are you doing about yeah, it? Why are you hating sh- on me? Because I, I think I deserve more. Go get your shit together. Fucking do something about it. Yeah, quit. You know? Yeah, exactly, yeah. right? So, yeah, so that's really, really, that's the only thing that, that regular people can do is to just back the people and support the people that are trying to create some sort of change mm-hmm. and uh, don't hate on them. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah it's got to it's gotta come from within, unfortunately. Unless you're a lawyer and then <laughs> talk. <laughs> jump on. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Yeah. yeah, you're a journalist. Like, write articles. Um, expose the truth as much as possible. Yeah. But, yeah, that's really the extent For of sure. it. For sure. No, man, I think we just got to lift lift people up. Yeah. And lift the yeah. right people up. Totally. You know, you can totally. tell when someone's genuine. Yeah. Right? And, and Stop making stupid people famous. <laughs> Hashtag. Yeah, right. Hashtag stop making some of you famous for sure, man. I get it, man. But, My uh, balls was hot. <laughs> yes, yes. Sorry, yes. That's all I have to say to that. Fucking yes. That's amazing. But um, I digress. I digress, man. I'm just still so interested in you, man, because it's like I don't see how many fighters are there in the UFC. Uh, about 600-ish, right? Yeah. Okay. Give or take. Top of the top, right? Like the, 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 There's a lot of fighters in the there world. There's a lot 600. of fighters, yes. I mean, we always say about the NBA, man, like 400 jobs is not a lot of jobs. Not That's lot of jobs, fucking bro. tooth and nail, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, but there are 600 fighters in the UFC-ish. Yep. So why am I only seeing a handful of gentlemen or ladies mm-hmm. like yourself? Why? why like fear, I know, man. I know you're going to say fear, but now- what makes you and Leslie Smith different? How? I don't know. How? I think part for me personally is because is growing up the way I grew up, right? Uh, being on the losing end of the social issues that First Nations people are facing throughout my early childhood, seeing my seeing my mother, my stepfather, some of my family standing up um, to authoritative figures. Um, hearing about uh, things that my 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 father did in the past. My father was uh was one of the bodyguards for like kind of like a very militant offshoot of the Black Panthers. Um, yeah. Oh. Oh, my dad's fucked, dude. I could do a whole podcast on my dad. Okay. Okay. Part two. Part two. Life. Part two. Very. I'll take that life. note. Mental note. Yeah, right? Okay. He's also one of the first male strippers in all of Canada. Yeah. <laughs> in Vancouver. Make your paper, boo boo. And his name's Granville. <laughs> Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's my my middle name's Granville. Oh yeah, Man City baby, <laughs> right? Man City kid for real. Um, but yeah, so growing up like that and seeing this fight and fighting this fight, um, I've always wanted to create equality and to fight for social justice and and to fight for people that weren't willing to fight for themselves. And before, way long before I got into the UFC, right. I saw that there was a need. Um, and I was hoping that I would be able to be one of those people that would create some change. And when I got there, yeah. yeah, when I got there, um, for a while, I was just a fucking spy. I didn't, yes, sir, Mr. Dana, sir. Like, whatever the fuck, you know, and just scrap and just do what I got to do because I thought I was going to, I'm going to become the champion. Once I become the champion, now I have I have some staying power. I'm too big to, to kick me out. Right. So... Now I'll talk. After, right. Once I get it, and then I got injured. I had a surgery in 2015 on my shoulder, and I was like, "Okay, well, 
fuck knows if I'm ever going to get this opportunity unless I do it now. Yeah. So I started doing it and, um, it actually was one of the reasons why a lot of people know me now. Like most, yeah. most of the people don't really even know me from my fights. They know me because I stood up at the re- Reebok thing at <laughs> athlete retreat, right? Yo. Or I didn't shake Dana White's hand or <laughs> whatever the fuck. Right? Ooh, this boy <laughs> cold. Uh, that man is so cold. Oh yeah. my God. But I was also attempting to use it for marketing, right? Because, um, because you have to do something to create some sort of buzz. Dust cell, yeah, for The sure. only reason people really turn into fights, to get the masses to turn into fights, there has to be conflict, there has to be drama, there has to be a story. Man, yeah. Right? So I was trying to be like the Stone Cold Steve Austin and Vince McMahon. You know, like, let's attack the company. That can be the story. Because I don't want to attack the fellow fighter. Yeah. Because yeah. I have nothing against the fellow fighter. Yeah. But I do have a real beef with the organization and right. how they're running shit. So let's go after them. And then that can be the story. That can be the drama. That can be the conflict. That resonates with That's me. beautiful. I thought it was a fucking great idea. It was good shit. Everybody else thought I was fucking crazy. Yeah, I remember, probably I remember. right because I'm no longer there. Right? <laughs> 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 Whatever. They're like, it. he's cut. He's cut. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's sure it. enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, you weren't wrong. Yeah. But, uh. right. So I definitely, like, um, before I started speaking, before I started saying anything, before the athlete retreat, I was getting easy matchups, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, my first fight was, like, not a highly skilled fighter. Like, he was a bomber. Who's this? A, a Tai Hyun Bong. Okay. Um, who? Just as a off an aside, he's now in Korean prison for fight fixing. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, he got busted. <laughs> he got busted. Uh, so he was my first fight. Um, I draw. I didn't. I didn't perform well in the fight. I had the wrong mindset going in. Okay. Um, but the next fight was against like the guy who won Tough China, who's Zhang Lipang. He's tough guy but he's not a world beater by any means right. currently in um, Chinese prison a lot of people will <laughs> no, he's not in prison he's probably cut though yeah, uh, okay. I think they cut him after I beat him <laughs> which they do they cut a lot of people that I beat yeah it's weird. interesting yeah like interesting you. you didn't beat him you're fucking gone get the fuck out of here yeah they don't move you up okay, yeah right exactly. moving on moving on right so and then after him I fought this guy named Naoyuki Kotani he's a great fighter but um as for the caliber of UFC in the current state, uh, fucking okay. probably the, one of the easiest fights in the whole organization as far as a lightweight division is concerned. Okay. Right? V- really, for my style, it's very, very easy for me to beat him. Sure. Um, and so those were all before I started speaking. I After the Naoyuki Kotani fight, I tore my shoulder. Mm, and then time is I, now. Yeah. And then I'm like, fuck this. I started making fucking music videos. and like Fucking speaking. It's gangster. And like got up at the athlete retreat, called those motherfuckers yeah. out. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, yeah, time for another fight. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it. And they gave me this Adriano Martins guy. You, nobody's really heard of, right? Okay. But it's fucking black belt in jiu-jitsu former world champion in jiu-jitsu. He's very, very high-level wrestler. He's fucking enormous. He's enormous. And he's a southpaw, right? And he's a knockout artist. Doesn't really use his jiu-jitsu much. He's a knockout artist. He's a southpaw. And most southpaws are heavy with their left hand, right? Yeah. They stand like this, right? Heavy with left hand. This motherfucker's heavy with the right hook. So now the whole way that you fight him. How do you play him? very different right which is why that's where my whole running style came from because i was really trying to play different lines and different angles yeah create opportunities because he's a and he's also a fucking counter fighter 
right? So he's not even like the knucklehead that just moves forward. Rah, rah, rah. Okay, I can I can pick him apart. Yeah, but he will not really do a whole lot, and then catch you coming in and overextending because you're just fu- finally fed up, and he just bam bang with Got the right you. hook. He knocked out Islam Makachev. Oh shit! Me later on. Oh damn! Right with that right hook. Yeah fucking snored him and so they gave me this guy yeah. nobody knows who he is right super fucking dangerous yeah the only people in ufc that beat this guy are me and cowboy cerrone okay right they we're the only guys that beat him okay and um and then after that uh after that then they booked me against rusam habalov gotcha. right they booked me against habalov yeah, who yeah. i just fought i didn't fight him then right okay, i was supposed yeah. to fight him i was supposed to fight yeah, him my mind, you're skipping getting, like two years yeah right now. yeah uh, after the after that fight I took about six months off. Mm. That was in September. I fought in early in March. Right. March 17th, I was supposed to fight Rustam. Right. right. Now, Rustam got injured about five weeks out, so they bring Stevie Ray in. <laughs> Stevie Ray, is Stevie Ray's, uh, that's, that would be a normal fight that somebody at my level would get. Rustam is not the normal fight that okay. I, uh, somebody at my level it's would weird get. Weird matchups, man. Weird matchups, right. yeah. Yeah, so fuck another South. Okay. So I, I beat Stevie Ray, mm-hmm. right? 20, what year is this? Uh, this is 2018. 2018? March 2018. Yeah. Okay, yeah. March 2018. Sure. My first, my, from Naoyuki Kotani mm-hmm. was 2015. I took all of 2016 off. Got you. Okay, I didn't yeah. fight until the end of 2017. Right, 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 right. Okay, and then I fought again early 2018 in March. Got you. Okay, I won that fight. Um, so now we're looking for another fight. I wanted to get it going again. Mm-hmm. Okay, and now they booked me against Islam Makachev. Right, so they just get, they just tried to give me this Dagestani killer. Yeah. Right, Rustam Khabalov, who nobody fucking beats this guy. Yeah. Right, like nobody fucking beats him. The only people to beat him are Benson Henderson, former champion, arguably one of the best lightweights to have ever existed. Okay. Right, and Adriano Martins, who I knocked out. Yeah. Those are the only guys to beat him. Right, so um, I didn't. That fight didn't end up happening. I got Stevie Ray, which is, in my opinion. From their perspective, an easier matchup, but whatever, it's short notice. They don't have any control at that point. Yeah. Then they booked me with another fucking Dagestani, Islam Makachev. Now, this guy is fucking easily one of the best guys in the lightweight division. Again, not ranked. They yeah. don't, won't give me somebody that's ranked or somebody that everybody fucking knows. Yeah. Because why would you give somebody that you don't like somebody yeah. that has names? Doesn't value? make sense. Why the fuck would you do that, yeah. right? Let's give him the toughest guy. That nobody knows. Yeah. That was the, in my opinion, that was their yeah. approach to me, yeah. right? So then I go and I beat is I I lose to Islam Makachev. Mm-hmm. Guy was fucking enormous. Wait, hold up! I gotta interject here. It's not just you saying this. This is like this is widely documented. Like yes. like when I'm doing my research on you, it's just like why the fuck with the UFC? You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then it was like, well, I'll tell you yeah. why the UFC because he's talking. Right. right. Exactly. Everybody knew what right. was happening. This is right? not just you're not just some you know. No. Yeah, I lost the fight and the UFC no. raided it. Da, 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 da. No, no, no. Yeah. No, no. Continue. And, yeah. And I think I could I think I could beat Islam Makachev. Like mm. I would like to fight him again. Um, I have a bit of a new approach now to fighting these sure, grappler sure. wrestler dudes, right? Um, and so I, I lose to this guy, and then I'm like, okay, I want to fight again. I want to fight again. And they're like, okay, Rustam Habalov, right? And then the fucking Dagestani again, like fuck, man. Gopi, like fucking great, yeah. exactly, right? Yeah. Like, can I get like anybody that somebody knows? Any ranked? Right? Any and yeah. not even ranked outside the rankings. Like I lost my last fight. I'm. I yeah. understand. I don't. I'm not expecting a ranked guy, but maybe somebody that has a little bit of name value. Yeah. Give me fucking Diego Sanchez. Yeah, give me yeah. fucking Joe Lozon. Yeah, give yeah, me yeah. one of somebody. these guys. You know, somebody. 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 Give me some. Give me an American. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm always fighting these fucking Russians and Brazilians. Give me a fucking American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but no, they gave me Rustam. I fucking beat Rustam. They still give it to the other guy, and then I'm fucking gone for the, for the organization. Well, that's... If you watched your last fight, you would have some questions about that oh, scoring. I but, whooped that guy, bro. Yeah. I fucking whooped that guy. So that I, let's leave that. Let's leave that there and just say, you know, I don't want to get you going off on too much, but <laughs> I don't want, you know, we got computers in this room. I don't want you yeah. to start raging, but. <laughs> no, no, no. It's all good. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, it was a, it was a, it was pro- probably my best performance of my career. Yeah. In that last yeah. fight. And that's and, why, that's why I keep saying you're, you're at your prime. You're yeah, here. You're I'm here. So and I just want you to fight so. again so I get more music. <laughs> <laughs> I actually want to make another music video. Goddamn. On the next one. I would like to, I would like to produce something else for it. Fuck yeah. Uh, but you gotta make a song first so get in the studio what are you doing yeah, come on yeah, now fuck, so much shit going on so much stuff yeah I know we I want like... to I want to I'm talking to Chin we're gonna try to connect oh yeah he's the one that Chin. helped me with my last one yeah yeah he produced my last track you didn't oh, know that oh shit yeah man I did not know that yeah yeah that's my wow. producer wow yeah, that's a, a blessing yeah that's a dude, very big it's blessing it's such a huge blessing he, fuck that guy is a magician he is yeah all-time great vancouver yeah. canada Producer for sure by far fucking yeah. work with some of the biggest names in the industry yeah, man. yeah people he's a monster wow he's a fucking monster I, my favorite part of the whole thing of that last track yeah was just sitting sitting down and watching him build the beat Dope. This is so dope. fucking dope. Everything dope. he would do, I'd just be like, ah, that's so fire. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. He's just so good at what he does. He's just got a, I don't, he's got a gift. Yeah, he's he got really, a gift. Really, man. really. I've never really met gifted. the man, but yeah, um, I've heard nothing but amazing things. You guys can get him on here. Love to, man. Yeah. Please, Chin, please. We would love to yeah. have you on. I yeah, just, yeah. I've heard nothing but you. good things. Please, yeah. yeah. Um, Oh, he he's done a ton of tracks of local guys so coming out right shit, now. So, yeah, um, so yeah I want to hear. I want to hear what the next shit is, man. I want to see. I, I I think I know some guys that self hired that might be able to do a video for you. I don't want to speak for yeah, anybody, yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, for I sure. know they got some cameras. So, yeah, they definitely do. They definitely um, do. That could happen too, man. So I'm just I'm really looking forward. I want to see you fight again. I want to. Uh, for me personally, and I think listeners do too, MMA is slept on as a sport. Yeah, um, I stand by that. Uh, some of the greatest athletes in the world. Um, in terms of level of skill, some of the ho- most highly skilled athletes in the world. Um, I understand there's a reason why a lot of people don't like it, um, but at the same yeah, time... it's not for everybody. It's know? not for everybody. I understand that. I don't know if it will ever be the fully commercialized sport that the NBA, NFL, uh, NBL is. Um, but again, regardless of that, I still think it's slept on. And past that, I think that guys like yourself that understand mastery, um, yeah. you know, like it, it is such a mastery craft and there's Fuck, so man. much the so level much of respect that... Yeah. that that you know That's for me favorite, personally man. you know what i'm saying it's just like yeah. it's i hold that on a higher pedestal versus knockout artists and yeah stuff like totally that, you know what i'm saying and, and that's yeah. a different it's a dance it's yeah. an art yeah i know it really it's a fight is. i know it's a fight i know it's, it's a for fight. sure it's a fight but there's levels man there's so, levels that's beautiful i just I, I can't wait to see you whether it's fucking Bell- bellator whether it's in 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 russia whether yeah, it's in anywhere, fucking man. japan I, like i'm cool with wherever you know i'm i'm just so excited to, yeah. to get in there and, and scrap again like yeah wherever yeah. As long as they have money. Please. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, whoever has the most money, yeah. I'm down. Muscle make muscle. Muscle make money. Yeah, what word. 
I'm down, man. For sure. There's a couple fights that I want that are in Bellator. Oh, talk about no, it. No, Benson's in there. Okay, talk that about it. That would be fucking fun. I've been watching Call him out. since I was Call young. Out. I'll see you, motherfucker. Yeah, I'll, I'll see you. It's not like that. <laughs> that guy, he's, a, he's a beast, man. He's a beast. Yeah. I would never disrespect him by like, yeah. Call, I want to fucking fight yeah. you. But I'm coming I, for you, motherfucker. Yeah, it's yeah. not like that. It's like I would I would, I would, would be honored to test myself yeah, yeah, against yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. he's a fucking OG. As a master of the craft. Yes, exactly. For sure. I respect his art, and I would love to test test mine against this i don't want to say this in disrespect but there's some older guys that are very very good you yeah, know over there man. like that are you know totally. and i mean that in no negative way i mean the guys that maybe don't have the athleticism yeah. that they used to have but the mastery is on another yeah, level man. and i would love to see you on that stage yeah and, it'd be a lot of fun bro uh, yeah it'd be just, a lot yeah. of fun who do you have coming up? I know you have a lot of exciting, yeah, uh, a lot of exciting of guys coming up at, uh, yeah. at TriStar, and I know they. And we didn't even touch on TriStar. I, <laughs> I apologize know, right? for that. Oh, it's all it's good, fucking dude. so, so long. Much shit. But <laughs> I mean, there's so much to talk about. But I mean, I know you have a lot of guys coming up on TriStar, yeah, and man. I know that some guys you're really excited about. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, so the number one, like the, he's got, we call him the team captain, <laughs> right? Is uh, Jamie the Gremlin Siraj. Okay. Yeah. He's, okay. He's like my my most experienced student. Mm. Um, he's been with me for like 10 years now oh my god yeah I've been coaching for a long time oh my god yeah I started coaching when I was still living in Prince George right so when yeah that's like I moved out of Prince George at like 2005 that's how you got Rocky into it right uh, yeah that's well she started I, we, she started like working pads with me once in a while and then yeah. she wanted to get serious so I introduced her to my boxing coach Tony Pat. right Right. that's right she and did then, say that yeah. yeah and then he took her up and up and up and right. up and i would still help her here sure, and there. Sure, like, sure. she'd still be training with us but she was more with me and her it was like it was a bit of coaching but it's more of a training partner relationship at that yeah, point yeah, yeah sure because uh we were together at the time oh. and coaching oh. your significant other <laughs> is really difficult <laughs> that's really difficult how did you approach that um with caution, because <laughs> she's she's no yeah. weak woman, no, man. No, no, not, not she whatsoever. Is a she, she, fucking beast. And she whooped me in conditioning, like when she would we do conditioning as a team, like all like we they, we were training at a Revolution Fortress, Fortress, okay. right? Which was a pro gym that the Revolution had a long time ago. This is like. I think it was done in like 2009 or something like that. Eons ago. Yeah, right. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Ten years. Yeah. Um, so we were training together there, and we would do conditioning together, and she would just fucking destroy everybody yeah. on the team. Man. Yeah. Just the amount of like for her body weight, what she was lifting, and flexibility, range of motion. Yeah, it's just like you're everything. Way better athlete than all of us. <laughs> she picked up boxing so fucking fast. Like I, I remember at at its height when she was like training for her pro fight. She was working pads with Tony in the gym, in the ring, and I'm like outside shadowing, waiting for my turn on pads. Yeah, yeah. And he he's so animated. This guy's <laughs> fucking hilarious. I love him. He's like, look, and he's like, you know what? I don't know who's better. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I don't know who's better. <laughs> it's like, motherfucker, I've been doing this for like 10 years already. God damn it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she improved drastically really fast, right? That's awesome. Um, but yeah, it, but was, it, was a, a, it was a wild ride coaching her. I remember there was one time where like, there was nobody really in the gym, and she had a fight coming up. So I was like, okay, let's go to the gym and do some sparring, right? And we're sparring. And 
I'm a lot bigger than her, and this well, is still in the earlier yeah. days, right? These are, so I've got way more experience than her, right? So we're sparring, and I'm like, she's like fast, really fast, and her chap's fucking super sharp. Um, but I, I, on that day, I was I was really kind of fucking with her a little bit, sure. and she just like at one point she got so fucking frustrated, dude. She just fucking lost it. All all technique is fucking gone and she's just like winging bombs at me and fun, like a fucking banshee like she didn't know how to fight at all yeah but it's so emotion so much emotion um but yeah there was there was a lot of like uh a lot of up and downs a lot of up and downs yeah, but it was yeah. it was it was really good it was a great process that's tough great man. process it's not easy that's really i see odd. a lot of father-son coaches too and that's another fucking very difficult thing like yeah. me and jamie are kind of like that <laughs> because i've been with them for so long right right right, right. and you've like, seen him grow and yeah and he's his home life isn't as a kid like i started with him when he was he was 14 years old when oh i started my, with wow. him right so his one his parents and everything is very crazy upbringing mm. very very crazy upbringing mom in another jail et cetera, et cetera. i won't get into it that's okay. up to him it's sure. his story sure but there was a number of times where um he wasn't able to live to live at home right uh and so he would come and stay with me so right. there's been probably like six seven times where he's lived with me wow um over the 10 years right wow um, so he's very much like I, he calls me dad sometimes. <laughs> I refer to him as my stepson. Dad, let's go wait the pads. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> dad. Yeah. Uh, so, so there's a little bit of that there too. But even now, like he's getting so fucking good that it's much more like a, a training partner type relationship, yeah, 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 which yeah. is very similar to what happened with me and my coach, Bill Mahood. Mm. Um, as I as I got better and better and better and continued to grow and as he started aging and and started kind of getting into the end of his career and stuff, it became much more like we're training wow. partners, which has got to be gratifying. So cool, man. Yeah, that's so cool. cool. So and now like Bill's still running a school in uh, in Grand Prairie, um, but a lot of the tech, the new el the new evolutions of the techniques, he's still doing his own stuff, but. A lot of this, the new stuff is coming from me. I'm giving him that's the information cool. now. That's fucking right? cool. And I can start to see the same thing happening with Jamie. Yeah. Because I'm so busy running the gym and I'm so busy with my doing my career and podcasts and this business, and that and all, all that. this business and shit, right? And he's still immersed in fighting. Mm -hmm. like he's just completely immersed in fighting. He's got other hustles as well, but sure. he's got a lot more time for that so he's younger the amount of research that he's able to do like he's coming to me with new shit all the time that's so new cool shit, so new cool shit. it's so cool man so cool to see like the intergenerational cycle you know what man you know? and like you're bringing up a tribe yeah it's man. a tribe of yeah, people we right got a grip of them like jamie's just one mm. right? like he's the top guy and then under him we've got probably three i would put in the same category okay so bryce goujon okay who's just having his first pro fight here november 30th in chilliwack on rise fc okay okay, okay. and then ali wasuk who's having his first pro fight uh, he was one of the guys that went to the the world championships with me last year oh. right so he's having his first pro fight hopefully in rumble in the cage we're trying to book him in the, on that in lethbridge november 24th okay okay and then john nuyen who is another the other guy that went to the world championships? Right, he's having his first pro fight as well, and he is he actually he just had his first pro fight. Oh, yeah, he just got back from Lethbridge. He just had it. How'd it go? Uh, he knocked the guy out in the first round. That a boy. Yeah, right. That a boy, like a savage with a knee. Yeah. like clacked him with the elbow. Guy turtled, knee to the head. 
textbook beautiful performance and he's having a second pro fight here on november 16th okay um so those three are coming up together Mm -hmm. and that's kind of like jamie's in his own class yeah and then the next class is those three yeah and the class after them we call call them the young blood squad Ah. yeah they're like all like uh all coming up together the leader of them would probably be like this kid named uh varun sunder Okay. okay he just had his very first amateur fight how old are these guys um uh, the young blood squad's all like twenty one and under. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamie is twenty four. Bryce is I want to say thirty one. Um, Ali and John are I think twenty six or twenty seven. Gotcha. Oh, there's another guy that I didn't man- mention yet. Sean Genghis Sean City Coon. Oh. Yeah, Sean City Coon. That's we a fucking champion Genghis name, Sean. bro. That's Genghis- a the Emperor Genghis name. Sean City Coon. That's hey, a pretty gangster name, right? Hey. Um, so he just had his uh, his uh, I think it's his fourth fight now in on Mamba Fight League. Oh shit, Mamba Fight Night out in uh, in uh, Langley. Dope. Um, and he won as well. Awesome. Was, uh, last weekend, killers coming up. Yeah, man, so many killers. We got a stable, you know, and it just keeps growing. Yeah, like it, we're blessed in that we have a a gym that's full of incredibly nice killers. Awesome. And then there's also a whole bunch of recreational people too. Mm. Okay, but most gyms will have like maybe maybe like five six locally maybe five six maybe max like ten twelve guys that are like okay we want to compete we yeah. want to do this yeah. you know yeah. I. At least thirty percent of my membership is people that want to compete. Thirty percent. At least thirty percent. How right? big is your membership? Crazy. Not not huge. Okay. Not huge. We've got maybe like I don't know, max like eighty members, max, max. If you have a hundred <laughs> members, that's thirty people that want to fight yeah, professionally. Dude, so you got right? a lot of people coming. We in got there. a lot of people, dude. We got a lot of people that that are like that want it. It's a tribe, man. It's so cool. That's awesome. It's so cool. And I think a lot of it is because I'm an active fighter, so we attract that. People hear the name TriStar too. And if you're you're in the lower mainland and you hear that, oh, I want to be a professional fighter, what gym am I going to go to? It's TriStar Gym. Okay, I'm going to go to fucking TriStar. It's fucking dumb. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Right. So that helps a lot. That name yeah. helps a lot. And fuck, thank you for us for, for allowing me Ross to use this Abby. name. Yeah, what a fucking beast. Damn, man. damn. So smart, this dude. Boggles my mind all the time. Every time I go over there. philosophy like, major. You're way too fucking smart for your own shit. damn good. <laughs> I would love um, to reach out to him, but I, I he intimidates me with his level of intellect. Uh, <laughs> so smart, bro. Uh, me too. Getting in any type of like uh, like uh, discussion, philosophical discussion with him is very difficult i'd love to, to go in on like determinism or like yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. he's just I got every it. angle yeah, figured man, out he's very good with it sweet yeah very no, good for sure. and i mean I well mean, read best, yeah uh, best gym in canada yeah easily <laughs> easily top five in the world yeah wow yeah top five in the world wow yeah wow for sure well, i mean um yeah i mean i think what you what you said what you said earlier about just you know you have positive fighters, you know, have yeah. little, like they yeah, might be man. warriors, but again, they're not assholes. Right. And I yeah. think that's, that's you, man. That's like, that's you. That's Rocky. In the gym on your very first day. Right. My fighters aren't going to be like, Oh, I'm not working with this guy. Yeah. Okay. They're, those are the, you're, they're going to come and they're going to work with you and they're going to help you because as soon as you get good, then they're, you're going to be able to help them. Very cool. Right. So very cool. We have that kind of a mindset. Like all mine's, all my fighters are also instructing. Yeah, right yeah. we have it's like kind of like a mentorship program once so you cool. be, reach a certain level okay now we're, you're gonna have some sort of teaching responsibilities in the gym even if it's just covering the odd class here and there yeah 
right? And that's going to, because you need to be a full, well-rounded martial artist. 100%. There's many aspects. Teaching is a huge aspect of it. You can only compete till you're like 35, 40. Yeah. You got a lot more life to live after that. Yeah. And that is usually spent teaching. Yeah. If yeah. you're not teaching your students how to teach, then you're really doing them a disservice because wow. how, what are they going to do after for their after careers, right? That's a great, no, that's a great perspective. Yeah. No, and, and could not be more true. Your prime as an athlete is very, very short. It's a Super blink. Super short. So, and there's not a lot of things you can do with an MMA skill set. <laughs> Other than outside of outside MMA. Outside of yeah. MMA. So it, it's, point. it's good to teach people how to teach, yeah. even if they want to do something else. A lot of my guys have other gigs as sure. well, or accountants or whatever. Sure. But, uh, well, Genghis Sean of all people is an accountant. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Scary. Shout as out to him, name. man. But I mean, uh, yeah, you want to go. Uh, you want to go quick. Go alone. Want to go far. Go together. Right. Exactly, so, right? so um, yeah, we're blessed to, to li- have that. Yeah. Ability. Listen, man, we probably done like three hours. <laughs> yeah, probably, right? <laughs> we, I would love to keep here sitting talking with you, and we're gonna have you back again. But love I think it, we need to wrap yeah, this up. Okay, let's but do it, let's um, do it. you know what, man, it's been. I've you know really enjoyed this podcast yeah, and I've learned a, a shit ton and and I want to have you on maybe when I know a little bit more about MMA and maybe maybe I can have a fucking opinion on some of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but um, you know, man, I love what you're doing. We want to continue to lift you up and uh, uh, lift you, figures like yourself up and. Um, just again for that positive energy and for what yeah. you're doing just the fact that you're building up that tribe yeah, build up right. those people because then again once you build up those people that's 30 more people like and yourself they can go build other tribes exactly you know? and, and not even an MMA maybe they become whatever. fucking golfers and exactly. you know they, they start a golfing academy motivational speaking whatever whatever it may be do whatever, please go do know? that So youth worker whatever yeah. do you do you so yes. uh, Kajan we appreciate you man I cannot wait to see your next fight oh, and you, um and I'm just I'm excited for you. I'm excited for everything in the future. So thank you. Awesome. Thank Thanks, you, Spakes, bro. Thank you guys. You. Thanks for having me on. My guy. Appreciate you, awesome. man. Thanks, guys. Thanks for living listening. That is a rapple. Yeah. Bye. Deuce.